If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Is the Daily Show season three? That's right, episode one hundred and three. The Daily Show uh, coming to you. One hundred and three. Oh, I should have set that up too. Another missed meme opportunity by yours truly. What are you gonna do? This is the good stuff. The right stuff. The Jewish apocalypse. That's right. I'm Sven, seven son. <laughs> Joining me tonight on the death panel, uh, it's a pretty special one. Uh, Mikey Enoch, of course. Ghoul. Uh, Alex McNabb is on deck. He had to go, but he'll be I back. I am here. Oh, he's back. Here. Hi, Alex. I am here. Uh, trusty intern Charlie is with us. Uh, Laritz von Gildhausen will be joining us in a bit to... Uh, Talk about some uh, talk about last week, basically. Uh, special guest from uh, Vice. We have an enemy in the midst. We have uh, El Reeve from Vice is on uh, on the line with us, and also super special guest return. Your old pal Bulbasaur is here. What's going on, guys? What's going on, Bulbasaur? It's good to see you, brother. Dude, good, good to, to hear your voice again, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, yeah, it's great. It feels really but very, feels well, we, really very kind of romantic. Almost. Yeah, <laughs> it's really kind of romantic. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's good. To romantic, be. really. It's really yes. kind I mean, of. I mean, my my body is ready. So. Yes. Good. Okay. But first, but first, let's get back to uh, being infiltrated. We're being infiltrated by uh, Vice.com right now. So, Elle, uh you've been trying hello. to. Uh, hi, how are you? I'm great. We've been trying to set up this interview thing for a while, and we have to be, you know, we have to be protect- protective of our words because uh, even though Naxalt, not all reporters are like that, you're, you all are notorious for taking things we have to say and printing them in creative context and whatnot, so we finally got you to agree to we'll just do it live on our show. So, hi. So, shoot. What do you got? Well, yeah, go I... Ahead. Go ahead, shoot. <laughs> We're ready for questions. Go ahead. Shoot. I am looking to you for context for Pepe, um, recently denounced by the Clinton campaign. Uh, so I know quite a bit about the history of Pepe, but um, I think to keep everything organized, I was wondering if I could just start with you guys telling me how you first came to know him. Um... Twitter. I don't really. Re- I don't really remember, honestly. I I made him. How long have you been like into the alt right internet world? Maybe two years. Three. Two three. Years. three? I don't okay. remember. Um. Three. Okay. And do you use Pepe memes? Uh, me no, I don't. Do any of you? Not really. No. I mean, well, I, I why mean, do you I'm, think it's so popular um, in the alt right internet? I don't know. I haven't thought I, about it. I made really. Pepe, so I I do use Pepe memes, but that's all. You do use Pepe memes? Yeah, I mean, I created Pepe. Oh no, I talked to that guy already, actually. Well, he's <laughs> he's a fake. Just so you know. Well, if you guys don't want to talk about him, why did you agree to talk to me about him? Well, that was your idea. Oh. Well, this will be dull. 
I just don't, I mean, it's not something I have much knowledge or experience with, that's all. Well, what did you think when Hillary Clinton posted her blog post about him? I didn't really look at it, to and be honest. What, what was in it? Oh, come on, guys. I thought you wanted I mean, context. This is this context. Um, well, you're asking about something that's not really very important. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I know it's not. Well, I think it's interesting. I don't know if it's important. It's not. That's not, not really very interesting. I mean, yes, yeah, it's not. It's not really interesting. It's not that interesting. Um. Yeah, Twitter is very important to you guys. The whole well, Twitter, yeah, but saying? Pepe specifically, no. I mean, tw yeah, sure, Twitter. Yeah. Why not? I, mean, I, have, I have a Twitter. I have a Twitter. Uh huh. I have a Twitter. I, tweet I have Twitter. maybe. Yeah, two who, who else has it. a Twitter? Do we? Do we all have Twitters? I think so. Bolsar has I, Twitter. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Oh no! Oh no! Wait, no. Oh, I, I yeah, Bolsar, just... you should get one. Charlie, do you have a Twitter? I just want to see how fast he can unmute his mic and join the show. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Not very fast. That's okay. It was good enough. But yeah. Yeah, it's Twitter. Twitter's good. Is, tw is Twitter a good social media app? I mean, just wondering. I mean... Do you use it on your phone, Alex? I guess you could. Is there a mobile app for it? Yeah. I think they've got a mobile app, yeah. It's kind of hard, though. I, I don't like not having a keyboard. I like to... Yeah. Get in there, dig in there with all five fingers, you know. Slaughtering a hog. That was for Bill. <laughs> Bill's cracking up laughing right now. That you use that. every part of the hog, right? That's right. Okay, so, um, do you have any other questions? Um, they're all Pepe related, or I guess social media. Okay. Oh, what do you want to okay. ask about? Shoot. Um, is social media important to you as part of the alt-right movement? Uh, yes, it's important. Yes. How so? Well, uh, we, we use it as communication. Uh, message out. Talk. Yeah. yeah, we talk and post things. We got our, we got our, we got our, our message out with social media. Okay. Any other questions? No, I guess not. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was L. Reeve. So thanks for coming. Well, uh, thank um, you for the interview. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a great. Are you interview. really not going to say anything? Huh? What, what, what do you mean? We answered your what, questions. What, we, we answered the questions, right? I don't know what more you want. Hmm. Let me look at your Twitters. That sounds dirty. I wish that someone. Yeah, I, don't I, like this, I don't think I like this Twitter thing anymore. That didn't sound very ladylike. Um. Uh, let's see. I mean, we're just doing this off the cuff now. I mean, that's okay. I can, I can. Yeah. So, what are I we can, getting into? I, I can show you some. I can show you some memes if you want. Yeah, cool. That's yeah. really good memes. You should talk about uh, Ghoul's memes. He's got great memes. Yeah, I have a viral. What are, what are the good memes? Yeah, I'm. Do you want to tell him? He's got the best memes. He does. We, we we actually call him Lord of the Memes. True story. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. last meme you posted, Mike, is a Pepe meme. Where is this? Where did I post is that, it? Is that I at just, Mike Enoch, the game developer? Pepe right there in your uh, media. 
Well, I'm, I'm really not seeing it. Um, where is this? When I look up Mike Enoch, I see... Are we looking at the right stuff Twitter? Because I don't yeah. post plays on that. Really? Someone else has the account. Uh, you know, that more, yeah, more, yeah, we have more than one people have access to that one. Well, here. No, the this last is... meme I posted was not a Pepe. The last meme I posted was a fat SJW chick that says, worse than the attacks in Chelsea is the fact that Islamophobes expected it to happen. That is the last meme I posted on Twitter. It's a screenshot of your website. And it's got, it's cropped, and it's got a Trump Pepe. Oh, no, that's not our website. That's the Jewish uh, forward, whatever it's called. Yeah. That's, they po yeah, the, Jews, that's not the Jews posted the Pepe. Wait, here's another one. As you, they, just like they do everything. Yeah. If you want to uh, talk about, you know, top tier alt-right memes, I, yeah. uh, so, I, I, I would definitely. I, I'm the one yeah. who, I, I run a page that, you know, I get my memes stolen from... Yeah, uh, Dave, yeah. David Duke Bright, steals our soul. And, yeah. and Breitbart and Daily Stormer, they all steal my memes. Oh, Breitbart just, does too? Good for you. I, I, I have a question. I, I steal I, your I memes linked, too. I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I linked the page right there. It's facebook.com slash fashy memes. So if you want to uh, be on the frontier of, of the cutting Yeah, no one edge, else. No cutting edge right is that, there was one that was called counter signal memes for fashy goys. Is that the same? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's me. Yeah, that's his goal. That's, that's his meme page. That's familiar. So no other um, clickbait journalists have talked to about that. So that's well, your angle. Well, it's not clickbait because there will be no clicks. It's a video. Oh, so okay. How do people start the video? So you like, so could you so, so could you, you like click the remote? <laughs> <laughs> so so could you could you put my memes in a video? Well, what are they? Could it be a montage of well, there, memes? There, yeah, a montage. It should be. I mean, like, I, link, I linked to it. It's facebook.com slash fashion memes. You can just you can skip all the poop by just clicking photos, and they're all there. Yeah, they're all there. I don't know. I feel like we're kind of giving her too they're much really, insight here. We shouldn't include her. Yeah, into the, yeah. I just feel like we're giving her too much. Someone's going to like, it's going to be like a infiltration here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this, guys. It's fine. We're fine. It's fine. Yeah, just get the, you know, I'm just spreading the memes, that's all. You should buy a t-shirt. <laughs> the t-shirts are really aesthetic. We're going to we're gonna sell more t-shirts next week, the summer. Well, we're not going to do the summer of 88 shirts. We're going to do the design without that, so that... <sighs> summer of 88, that was a good meme. It didn't have any frogs on it, though. Sure. Yeah, dude, I'm going through my, my well, our Twitter, really. The one that me and, and my assistant use, and... I'm not seeing Pepe's. There might be one, but my Twitter, my Twitter has a Clockboy meme on it. I didn't make it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, then I have screenshots from that guy who ripped off our T-shirt design. I fucking got it. Oh, that guy. I'm reading my Twitter. I'm a jerk. What do I do on this thing? Oh, there's the I have the Lesbo Lesbo pool party video on there. That was good stuff. That's a funny video. Nope, no frogs though. Hardly any frogs. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. What? So what's are you uh, guys all the way back to August? You know 10th. what's a better meme than Pepe is Ken Boy. Oh uh, yeah, to get I agree. Ken Boy is a really yeah. important figure. And in the it's alt -right. still esoteric, you know. Like you could, yeah. Ken Boy. All right, all right, okay. So, did you have a question? Oh, all right. Me? Yeah, you sound like you're starting a question. 
Yeah. Um, so do you guys resent the like the media's interest in Pepe? No. 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 Not really. Okay. Do you guys know who made the iron pill? That was also me. Wait, really? Yeah. I'm not actually drawing. I made that one yet. You made the iron pill? Yes. You do look like that guy. Yeah, there is a reason why they call me master of the memes. Why did you stop drawing it? Because all good things must come to an end. I've shown that to so many people. Why? Well, it's really interesting. What's interesting about it? Um. Is it the body? Well, and the the uh, the stuff about eating your vegetables. Oh yeah, you should eat you vegetables. Eat them. You gotta. Yeah, they're good. I think most people. I mean, my parents told me to eat vegetables. They weren't into the all right. Um. There's a lot of like, it's kind of like a self-help comic, which I found really interesting. I wasn't expecting. How does it help you? It doesn't help me. Does it? So who, who does it help? Well, that seems to be the goal, though. I'd love to hear what your intent was in drawing it. So the USDA recommends three to five servings of vegetables daily. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they're all right. How, I mean, they're right. how much is a serving? Yeah, that always confused me. Like, what's a serving? Uh, how many? No. Oh yeah. How do they measure? They measure it like in ounces, or or do they go by? I just the, uh... I I just kind of eat until my tummy hurts. Oh, we should stop before then. <laughs> That's not good. It's not supposed to hurt. Did you have any other questions? I heard a funny noise. Did she well, hear up? Oh, there um, she is. I'm sorry. I, heard, I thought yeah, I lost Yeah, I have lots you. of questions, but you guys don't really think much looking. Well, you're not really asking us about important no, stuff. I'm here. I have lots of questions, but okay. you don't seem that interested in answering them. Do you have any questions what about... What do you want like, me to ask you about? Well, it seems like you're focusing on very trivial things. Like you're focusing on this is the right the stuff, not the trivial stuff. Um, like this Peter why meme do you think or whatever. It's trivial. Um. Well, don't you? I mean, what? Do you have any real questions about the alt right? Like that don't relate to characters and memes. So let me. Do you want me to explain why I think Pepe is interesting? That might help you. I mean, I'm not that sure. interested in that. I mean, you can. Okay, well, can you just tell me if I'm wrong about some things? I'm probably wrong about a lot of things, but sure, go ahead. Okay, great. So, the reason I think it's really interesting is that Sad Pepe was the one that got, like, really, really big on 4chan, right? Like, um, like I know Feels Good Man came first, but it's the sad version that's... Wait, wait, hold, sort of hold on a second. Feels Good Man? What is that? That's when uh, something feels. You, you probably was. you might. Did you do like research on that? that, that was, sounds like you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. 
Okay. How, um, how many hours of research did you do on a, f a frog? Um, I don't know. Um, but I just think it's interesting that he's. Wait, you don't know? No, I don't know. Does, well, does, lots does of people your employer know that you're this bad at your time management? You don't even know how much... There's somebody at work that's sad all the time. I'm not particularly interested in that. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Can I, uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, what do you think the alt-right is? Uh, that's a question. Good question. What do I think the alt-right is? I think so. it is... Mostly young white guys, like really young. I'm I think one of the. Just, I'm 37. I'm 33. Uh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm 38. I know Richard Spencer is older. He's 37. He's 37. Yeah. I'm a fetus. But uh, <laughs> Richard Spencer also is the one who told me that many of the guys are young, like 22. Um, I talked to an 18 year old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it's it's mostly yeah sure. But have you heard of this song? Love that song. Love it. <laughs> I love it so much. Gets stuck in my head for days. It's a good song. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's just, it's just the intro version. It's not it's, it's not the whole song. This is the best part. Hold on. <laughs> uh, it never gets right. old. Good Please right. do, uh, do not credit that to white hot takes. I'm getting sick of yeah, getting credited to white you. hot takes. That was all. all but here's um. But okay, so the, your assumptions they're mostly young white guys, and then but well, what else? I wouldn't like, say it's assumptions. Messages? It's not that I haven't done reporting. I've done quite a bit. They're well, more I mean, young. I mean, it's a, it's an. I think it's interesting. I'm sorry. I, I'm used to the word assumption just because I'm like philosophy major so when I say assumption I mean it in the most sincere sense so what do you oh. make of this observation we are young well, okay None um, of us like Pepe we're young when I say uh, I think that reference is maybe too it too is. old it's because I'm, I'm old <laughs> what do you what do you think the message is that's a better question yeah yeah that's much more yeah. important and interesting is what what are our ideas What what's our message not well, like frogs and memes and stuff Hold on, you guys were talking over each other. What did you say? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, I, from my observations, I think it's interesting that it's more young because there's an assumption that people who are opposed to immigration and, you know, white nationalists or whatever are older. And it's not true. And I also it's think it's interesting that it doesn't seem particularly religious. Yeah, it's, that's not true. Yeah, it's not really very religious. Yeah, I'm an uh, atheist. Yeah, I'm an atheist. Yeah. Right. So how uh, does this how does this tie into the the whole <clears throat> Donald Trump campaign? Like I I, I kind of get the feeling most people want to tie that into the current election season. So how how do you tie that in? Tie which? Tie the alt right in, into the whole yeah. Uh, well, I'm I, well, I, I a couple of reasons, right? So like. The alt-right is getting a lot of attention through Twitter because Donald Trump has retweeted, like, accounts like White Genocide TM or something like that, right? Like, and I, I don't know if that kind of artificially inflates the appearance of, like, of uh, the, 
the numbers, right? The size of the movement. But it's gotten a lot of attention because of Trump. And then because of, you know, people tweeting certain memes at journalists. Um, Can I tell you why I think it's gotten a lot of attention? Why? Because it's the only actual oppositional intellectual movement right now. There is no other, there is no other intellectual movement. Um, there's no other set of ideas that actually challenge the status quo. This is the only set. This is the only thing. And not, not, not necessarily just the alt-right, but like, um, you know, white identity politics or, you know, right-wing uh, racialist politics or national socialism or something like that. These are the only ideas that are actually a challenge to any status quo thinking. Yeah, the status quo is used to just writing that kind of stuff off, and they can't really do that anymore. The left is not. The left is dead, or it's just completely co-opted, and it's a defense of the regime. I mean, I mean if you're talking about like classical leftism, it doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, it's gone. I mean, elements of it have been absorbed into, into our movement, yeah. but uh, for the most part, it's dead, and it is... Uh, you know, the the left, the, the people that claim to be, you know, sort of hardcore leftists are just foot soldiers for the regime. Mm. For That's why like I think what that we get... Uh, what do you mean? Like, the government, the state. Neoliberalism. Capitalist, neoliberal, globalist state. Do you think, like, Black Lives Matter protesters are part of that? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. They wouldn't but exist without the state. They are 100% the foot soldiers of the state. They're what you would call a useful idiot. Yeah, that's exactly what I would say. Useful idiots for sure. Oh, why do you say that? Well, Are you not familiar with the term? No, I'm familiar with the term. Why do you think that? (laughs) Uh, Their their, their message is there to prop up status quo thinking, status quo messages. They are there to reinforce the zeitgeist of, uh, you know, the the sort of anti-white and, uh, you know, the idea that, you know, it's okay for white people to be attacked, it's okay for white people to be displaced, um, notion, white notions of law and order or culture or continuity or civilization, these are all oppressive to people of color and therefore need to be dismantled. I mean, Black Lives Matter is basically the, the vanguard. They are the movement that is being used by the establishment to attack, you know, white normative society. Are you familiar with the term called third worldism? Yes. On your website, you yeah. But oh, could yeah. you explain what that means? You just, <laughs> you just said you read it. Yeah. I mean, but what, I did it mean to, what did it mean to you? We, we've all read it. Our, our, I'm sorry. Say that again. I was talking over you. I'm sorry. Um, so I'm interested in talking to you on this podcast so i can hear the sound of your voices okay so third worldism is basically a movement that puts the interests of the third world uh ahead of those of the first world and essentially is encouraging the third world to you know it's it's almost like a reverse colonialism type type movement uh the third world is moving into the first world and extracting resources from the first world through you know political machinations and immigration 
there's also Marxist third worldism, which states that, you know, in, in sort of Marxist theory, the idea would be that, uh, you know, the, the, the proletariat in the first world, mainly, you know, white people, white working class in the United States and Europe, mostly the United States, though, never became Marxist, never became socialist. There was no revolution. So they were very mad about this. And so they turned to the third world because they figured, you know, the lumpen proletariat in the first world and the third world, as well as other kind of social outcasts like homosexuals, transsexuals, uh, things like that, those would be their, their revolutionary class because the working class had let them down and disappointed them. And in fact, I think that motivates much of the anger and bitterness towards the white working class that you see from left-wing intellectuals. And you think Hillary Clinton... 100% she, has, she, she hates she hates the white working class. She hates us. Why do you say that? Maybe. Like, what's your evidence for that? <laughs> Why don't you well, go her first? One, her speech. Your, last spell, speech. Spell it out for me. The deplorable speech? She's okay. Who do you think she's talking white about? People, <laughs> white people are irredeemable. But she also said the other half of Trump supporters were people who had been well, economically. She, she had to say that. Uh-huh. She had to say that, right? Yeah, what, what's she supposed to say? And, all then, of them? and then everybody on the left, all these left-wing journalists come out and are like, no, 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 no. Hillary was right and she didn't even need to qualify it. She didn't even need to qualify it with half. I mean, if, if you do I mean, a cursory the, the, internet the, the, search, you can find articles where the left just celebrates the decline I mean, of the white do, working class. All they do is is celebrate the destruction of the white working class. I mean, this is why this you, is their raison d'etre. That's why we're here. Well, we had during the... We did, I it, just did. Was it during the... Wasn't The good no, example was during the RNC. What, what hold, was on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't there a Congressman King who... Which one? An, an yes. example. Yeah. You know. Or was it during the DNC when somebody was, uh, one of the anchors was talking about how, you know, we thought this was the election where the whites wouldn't matter anymore and that's what they were hoping for. I would have to pull the or, details what about, up on that. What if, if you wanted to, like, I mean, it depends on, on where you're looking. Like, you could look at Joe Biden, who just recently had his little spiel where he was saying it's a really good thing that yes. the whites are about to become a minority in their own country. Uh, but if you're looking for, you know, less important figureheads, all the time you can go to any... Uh, leftist media outlet and the, uh, uh, you know the internet's really soaring right now so that's uh, I guess where most people would look nowadays who are te technologically inclined if you look at Salon or Huffington Post or I don't know if people would point to Salon as you know one of the leading lights of Mainstream journalism. Well, they're on the uh, cutting edge. They're trying to normalize pedophilia. I mean, that's where you know, <laughs> I'm actually curious about this. That's where it's all going. Okay. What, yeah, what do you think of Salon? Even if we even if we remove Salon, I'm uh, sure you could find like, something in the, in the like Atlantic. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Duh. But I want an example. I don't want a hypothetical. Well, these aren't. Hypotheticals. I, well, we gave you an example, which is Hillary Clinton's speech. Yeah, and but you're trying to okay. Journalist or a mainstream journalist. Give me a New York Times headline. Do we have an intern? Well, I don't feel that. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't feel any obligation to like go on a on a Google search for you. I mean, do you believe that this is what we think? Because what? that's what we're talking about. What do you mean? Do you think that we're lying to you, that we don't really think this? No, I do not. I do not think you're lying, but I... Okay, I want so then this is about us. This interview is about our beliefs. So I we told you. I understand how you come to what you believe, right? Like, what do you hold on to as pieces of evidence? Okay. Like, All right. this okay. evidence of the hatred of working class whites. This is evidence of whatever, right? Like, I, ju I just want to see... 
Well, okay. Hillary Clinton's speech was one piece, a big, a big piece of the evidence. Right. And there were many articles coming out in the mainstream. I no, I don't have them right in front of me because I, you know, I'm sure given time, but I'm not going to sit here and Google to find sources for you. But there were many journalists that came out in the mainstream that said, you know, not only was she correct, but she she shouldn't have even qualified it. Um, there is this. There is the general intellectual zeitgeist, which is anti-white and celebrating the displacement and the destruction of white people. I mean, the very fact that in Rotherham, okay, here's one in Rotherham, England, you had the rapes, the rape scandal, with by 1,400 white women were raped by Muslim men. The authorities refused to do anything about it. The people that complained about it were attacked as racist. Um, the fact that whites are being displaced in their you know, historical homelands and that those that complain about this are being attacked as racist. Uh, why should it be racist to not want our country overtaken by, by uh, foreigners, people that aren't of our ethnic group and our culture? Why is that racist? Why is that something to be attacked? The very fact that this is something to be attacked is anti-white. The very fact that us sticking up for ourselves is something that's considered socially unacceptable is anti-white. So then the problem with Hillary's speech is not her categorization of people as racist, but her idea that these are deplorable. That you would the very say- concept, The very concept that we say we don't want our country invaded and overrun by people that are not us, and that is something that's socially unacceptable. That is, an, that is an opinion that we are not allowed to express in polite company. That is something that could get us fired from our jobs, kicked out of the university, uh, you know, embarrassed and shamed on the internet, something that people would come after our families. That very fact is anti-white. That is fundamentally an anti-white zeitgeist that we're living in. Three years for me most, in prison, most, actually. Most okay, here years. we go. We got a guy. I mean, do you want to tell your story? We have a journalist on the line. Well, that's that's really it. I can get three years for uh, incitement of racial hatred in this country. So, you know, they don't like me very much. Hmm. In, in what country? Be better. That'd be but, Norway. But, hey, wait, 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 wait. You don't have to tell anything you don't want to, Lawrence, but you can if you want to. Yeah. How do they that's categorize fine. it as racial hatred to not want to have alien people displace your working class, the native working class? How is how did how is that categorized as racism? Isn't that intrinsically anti-white and working class? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is like the the very assumptions of that. I mean, do you think? Let well, me ask. Can you. I can I ask something real quick? Okay. When when Joe Biden says that whites will be a minority by uh, or rather a what do you say a uh, plurality? <laughs> well, like an no, absolute, he said minority. No, absolute. He said, no, he said no. He said absolute minority. Whites will be an absolute minority by 2017, and that's a good thing. Like, what would compel him to say that? Yeah, and what why was, shouldn't what, I would, think that well, is well, that is anti-white? Well, no, well, that aside, like, what would compel him to say that? That's You're a good question. Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good question. By 2017? Yeah. What well, doesn't matter? He's wrong about a lot of stuff, but yeah, like even yeah. if yeah, even, if, even being, if Uncle even if Joe's a little kooky. <clears throat> even if even if he's wrong, like if he doesn't have his numbers correct, what he, he said was put his in be, his mouth a lot. I mean, I think I would have. Right, 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 right. You can't brush <laughs> that off as a foot in your you mouth. Can't just moment. Brush it off. Yes. Got, get, wait, wait. Let me finish. Okay. He um he gets his numbers wrong a lot. He he says boneheaded things a lot, but the, you don't make a mistake when you say that. Like him saying that was not a mistake. He might have got the year wrong. He might have gotten a word wrong here or there. But the fundamental well, he, message he, said he it's was a sending, good thing. that's Wait, not a mistake. Actually, I'm sorry. But this is actually really interesting because 
So yes, obviously he's trying to portray himself as in favor of diversity, right? No, no, no. That's a little bit further than that. Okay. All right. He says white people should be a minority. What do you make of the fact that Joe Biden's public persona is as a working class white guy? Like, I don't remember what they called him in 2012. (laughs) or whatever. What do you think of that? There's plenty of dumb boomers. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not true. There's not much to make. It's 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 objectively not true. So there's not much to make of him. But the image doesn't come from nowhere. Well, well, sure, okay, it's carefully it comes, manufactured. It comes, yeah, <laughs> it's a it comes, media image. Yeah, okay. it comes from a, it comes but he from doesn't. A desire, he doesn't. It comes from a desire to marketeer the hearts and minds of other people because we live in a democracy where our you know quote leaders unquote have to be manipulative. But if there's such an anti-white agenda and the mainstream culture has become so anti-white, why would he embrace a very working-class white persona? His career I is don't over. think He's he not does. Run for I, office he, ever again? I don't well, get that I, I don't vibe even at all know from that him. He does, but, yeah. like, but he yeah. I don't get that vibe from him. Uh, what, but you should. What you should ask yourself is why would someone who takes on the persona of a white class person say it's a good thing that whites are going yeah. to be a minority there you in the country? That's what you should be asking yourself. So I'm wondering. If you also, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you personally think that white people? that are against immigration because it reduces the number of white people in the country. And then that's a bad thing where it reduces the number of white people relatively to the population in the country. And that that's a bad thing. Do you think that this is racist? Do you think that this is a bad thing for them to think? Well, what do you define as white people? No, come on. Now, don't play you bullshit. Don't do that. Just answer the question. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. You this, know what white people are. Let's answer well, the question. Well, actually, but listen. Be honest. I'm not trying to be flip, right? No, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to fucking derail. Be honest. But my one of my ancestors... No, answer the question. Don't. No, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah answer not, the question. You know that Japanese people and white people question. aren't the same thing. Go ahead. I am answering I'm not interested question. in anything but you answering my question. I don't want to hear deflections. I don't want to hear deconstructions. I don't want to hear well, if you, you know, derailments and rabbit holes you're trying to go down. I asked you, you a straightforward question. If you, but if you, if it really wants, I can. I bet I can. I could probably give you a one or two sentence explanation. Well, no, just let it's her not even answer. Necessary. The just, yeah. Okay. Do you think that white people that don't want to be replaced and don't want to be displaced are bad people? I don't think they're going to be replaced. Well, okay, well, you're objectively wrong. And also... Oh, wait, wait, hold on. No, I've got to follow up. Wait. I if didn't... you thought white people were going to be... Wait, let me finish. If, if you thought white people were going to be replaced, would you be against it? Would you, would you join our side? Replaced by who? Mexicans, blacks, pe- third Whatever. Orders, Just people, Muslims. people, Muslims, anything. Non- non-whites within, non- within white countries, ultimately. Um, do you, you mean around the world or are you talking about America? No, in the United States. Well, he just said all their countries. I mean, I don't know anything about the internal politics of Norway. All right. Well, all right. Let me, okay. Well, I do know that Irish people weren't white and Germans weren't white. Irish people were white. Irish people were white. So were German people. Do you know that? How do you know that? Wait, wait, hold on. How do you know that? Southern Europeans were not considered white, and I've read many message boards where people can't decide whether Spanish people are white. Even if it, uh, no, even if we Do I think American Hold on. Even if we, even if we grant this idea, even if we, we, even if we grant this idea. You still haven't actually answered the question, but that's all right. 
Well, even if we haven't actually just... answered either of them. Well, we could try a different question. Do you Hold think on. that? Hold on, Jesus. Wait, wait, come on. Let's not all. <laughs> one yeah, let's let go. go. Even if, even if we were to, uh, the issue is, I think what uh, you're assuming that race is a, a is a socio-political categorization, right? Yeah. Okay. I think that even and if so, well, let him finish that thought. But, yeah, do it. Um, it's not. So, you see, like it because it's uh, you would believe that it's just socio-political categorization or socio-political taxonomy of of uh, human peoples. Then, of course, it would follow by that by that foundation that any kind of Know, arbitrary categorization of peoples is kind of null and void and or not null and void but it's weightless in in which we would base uh, an entire nation or be you know uh, divisive or really establish you know a category or like I really establish the identity of a nation upon something that is so arbitrary you at the end at the end of the day you don't mind too much if it's undermined or maybe completely undermined because you believe it's uh, you know it's ultimately baseless is that what you would say you believe <laughs> I would say I think the ideas that undergird our society are more important than the skin tone of <sighs> well, first of all, right but wait, race is more than skin tone skin tone right? is I mean, like, like the if you think if you think that's race is skin color then you don't know what race is yeah, you're just working from a false premise. Because we don't care about skin colors. <laughs> like if we, if there were white people that were born. Oh, well, I mean, that one week when I had a tan, Mike said I couldn't host the show. That's true. <laughs> you're right there. Yeah, you have to wait yeah. till you lighten up a little bit. I'm half black right now, here. actually. So, I mean, <laughs> have you guys done your 23andMe tests? I have. Not I have. Yes. I have. Well, okay. Wait. Hold up. Hold up. Why are you asking that? Hold up. <laughs> Is you saying? <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, I did mine. I'm black. Is it because we might have some haplogroups that are belonging? Do you to feel that if I had races? like five percent black DNA, that would undermine my whole my whole point? Uh, I think <laughs> yes. the discussion around twenty three and Me is interesting. Well, I mean, twenty three and Me basically affirms the existence of race, right? Because twenty three and Me can pinpoint it. can pinpoint like where in the world your ancestors are, are from geographically. Like, how, could it, how can they do that? How can they know from your genes that your ancestors come from Northern Europe? How could they know that? It's in your genes. The answer? Well, no, it was a rhetorical question, so but, I could make No, but they, they use a population of where people live right now. They compare your genome to, like, to, you know, reference populations in Europe and Asia. Right, so there are, in fact... Genomes that are attached to localities. Right, they're seeding the premise right there. And this yeah. is this is why and this is why race isn't just socio-political constructs. What race truly is, if we want to break down everything and really get a clear understanding of what race is, it's taxonomy based on ancestry. And ancestry has vast uh, physiological and mental. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> complications, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the the very idea that we would be uh, the human species would be, you know, placed in different, uh, <laughs> vastly co you know contradicting environments for twenty thousand, thirty thousand, however many years, and come out looking physically different, but retain the same um, mental capabilities or mental yeah. processes is same as, inherent it's, qualities. It's, generally, it's yeah. just it's it's 
But I'm sure if you guys have done this much research, you know that human populations weren't stagnant for 50,000 years until 500 years ago. Yeah, but People that have been doesn't constantly. I mean, how many generations so do you think it takes for differentiation I mean, anyway? But hold on, we're going down a we're going down a path. I don't think it's not constructive. Yeah. I, I don't feel like we need to have a bio. I mean, I but race is a biological reality. We know that. We know that. You know, races are like clusters of phenotypes. May, These traits exist on a bell curve. But I feel like this is a rabbit hole that they always want us to go down because what you are trying to do right now is deconstruct our identity. No, what you I wouldn't tolerate to that. Me about Pepe. other people. <laughs> no, but, okay, we're not talking about Pepe anymore. We what? already realized, we already know that that's not important. What, what you're is- trying to do by making challenges to like, do you know you're 23 and me or this or that? Like, you're trying to deconstruct our identity, and you should ask yourself why you want to do that. Because I'm interested. All right, well, I well, think you could be using as a placeholder for another term that you mean, but go ahead. <laughs> well, let me let, let me let me just throw this out. Yes, real quick. go. Um. There's, um, you, you know about studies done on, on twins uh-huh. where, you know, twins are separated at birth and then they're, you know, it turns out they're, they share incredibly similar mannerisms. They often desire the same professions. They drive the same kind of car even. But you're aware of, of, so you said you are aware of these kinds of studies, right? Yes. So then someone should ask what about race, and, and first it should be established that when looking at the entire genome, pairs of people of the same race are almost always more genetically similar than pairs of people from separate races. And so would it follow that members of a specific race are more alike in personality and behavior? Yes, especially when we look at uh, Philip Rushton and Charles Murray and we look at, at, at their findings. And furthermore, there's a... Uh, a lot of evidence to suggest that people naturally get along better with those whom are gen- more genetically similar to who they are. And Even so within we, the we, same race, your friends right. tend to be more genetically similar to you than right. than uh, than other people. They look right. like you. They they you know it's true. And so it's and so and because of this, you know we we can also throw in there you know like this is kind of out of the blue, but there are uh, uh, there is uh, genes associated with individualism, and they are high in, in white populations, hence why we like our, you know, or rather, I shouldn't just say hence, because that assumes a lot more. It, it's a very reasonable, it's very reasonable to assume that's why uh, white people are so fond of classical liberalism, etc. And so when we have basically, uh, you know, a nation of people who naturally get along better with one another, have similar, you know, genetically prone uh, predispositions of you know, the way they want to philosophically uh, analyze their own life. Uh, it would obviously be within their interest to maintain that kind of living. And then when we introduce different racial groups into the mix, well, then we have studies done by, say, uh, uh, what you do you know the do you know the study Bowling Alone? I've heard you guys reference it. Robert <laughs> Well, uh, there's basically absolutely only evidence to suggest that a racially diverse uh, society or just zone, whatever it is, is has a drastic decrease in social capital. Uh, social capital being defined as uh, happiness or people wanting to get involved in social communities or... Uh, 
interact with one another, get involved in communal affairs, whatever it is. Even voting, they vote. They present happiness as like an objective. Of course, absolutely. Yeah, you can. You You just ask. You ask people how happy they are, and they tell you. Right. And if you're going to like, you can ask people how happy they are and they tell you. And if you're saying, well, what is happiness? That's going down a completely different. There's no there's no there's no like quantifiable measure, but people can can rate happiness relatively. And they people are relatively happier in more homogeneous communities. And not only that, there's other objective measures. People report having more friends. People report engaging in more social activities. People vote more. People have more trust in social institutions. Um, One of the breakdowns of the trust in in the state and in society and politics that we're undergoing now is a result of being a multicultural, multiracial country. Uh, and that's because you know people don't feel that they can trust institutions that are, are not manned by people that are like them that are you know representing their interests and, and usually you hear black people complain about this and they manage to get a lot of political power by complaining about it and by disenfranchising white people so there's actually not really I mean it, there's no, it's 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 bad for both parties. Uh, to be uh, forced to live under the same political unit. Um, It's not, nobody's benefiting. So given that, I I have to wonder where this sort of misanthropic urge for diversity comes from. I mean, because I really do think it's a wicked misanthropic urge that people have, and and it's based on a completely false moral premise, and uh, it, it goes unexamined. And I really think that people owe it to themselves to examine this, to go to look inside themselves and like, do I really want a world in which people are alienated and unhappy just to satisfy an arbitrary moral requirement for something called diversity? Well, it goes even, further even, than even, happiness. Even it, it goes further than that. It, why diversity is a moral is a moral necessity? What is why should societies be diverse? Like you can't actually give. There's and, and you could try. I mean, you're welcome to try, but I I, I know that you will not be able to come up with a. A, a rule, a moral rule as to why that should be the case. It actually affects oh. your health, too. Well, yeah. that's, what I, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, even when social capital is analyzed, it's also an, it analyzes the physical health is of people. Is your source for all of this bowling alone? Say what? No. Is your source yes. for all of this bowling alone? That's, that's one source. Well, that's no, sources. that bowling alone, has been, bowling, bowling alone has been uh, replicated many, many, many times. And the if you want a full list of sources, we can send you that. Yeah, I mean, we can do national. I will email you. I will email you an exhaustive list. Yeah, the rate at the rate at which the rate at which findings where people have uh, done the same experiment, which I mean, like (laughs) bowling alone has been replicated over and over and over and over. And the reason for that is because of obvious reasons. First of all, the guy who did the study was a liberal. He didn't like his study. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> his his fields uh, uh, it's very liberal inclined. So you had a bunch of people willing to, you know, challenge it. The only yeah. it, it had a replication uh, contradiction. I believe only around twenty percent out of the many many studies that had tried to replicate it. Uh, so I can I can certainly send you uh, the sources there. Please do. Um, so. I don't want to make any assumptions, but mm-hmm. is it your intention to grow your movement? Well, yes, that's the that wouldn't make sense. No, I'm not a people person. <laughs> I'm no, we want to. TJ, go away. <laughs> so, how do you want to do that? 
of well, what you've been doing. Well, what we're doing right now. Success so far. And it's been working. Right mm-hmm. uh, can you tell me how? Because we're doing, we're getting more people. Ooh, so, so are what you, you, mean are by you that? Su- I mean, do you mean specifically listeners or do you mean members of the movement? Members of the movement. And we are objectively growing in numbers because we have meetings. It's and almost exponential. Those meetings, those meetings have doubled in the last year, the number of people that are attending. Oh, where are these meetings? <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Shlomo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You're not getting an invite. How can you grow and be secret at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you've never, you don't know anything oh about, about political movements then. Well, well, I guess you'll just have to explain it to me. I mean, so you think that... Okay. <laughs> Let's let Gull explain this. How did, uh, how did communism... I think we should just move to the next question. Operate. This is just a I'm dead... This is a dead end of... <laughs> You. Yeah, look, I'm not going to listen. I was about to I'm not really going to deal with like bad faith questions on your part. This isn't bad faith. I want to know how are you growing? Like, do you think We're social growing. media is important? You were very hostile to this yeah. question earlier, but do you no, think No, I wasn't. We said it was important. We said it is important think- because it lets us get our message out. Well, can you like elaborate on that? What's the, what's to elaborate? Let me let me I, well, I don't let, think let she elaborate. believes that, <clears throat> that I'll, our message is is something conducive to growth. I think is what's kind of built into that question. Mm, probably. I, I don't even think that's that. I think that, well, it's, it's either that or, which I hope it's not. I think she's just uh, curious about the technicalities. And I think that could yes. be summarized. That's That can be summarized in one sentence. And I think that that's um, media outreach and maymays. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that means. Memes. What if people already media, agree with media, these premises? Like, imagine a lot of people already agree with these premises intuitively, and we're just giving them moral permission to express themselves. Yeah, we and found that that's, that's the case. Clear in that. Sure. In internet humor. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, we take into account all forms of... Yeah, there's also... Yeah, I mean, that's not the only... I mean, we also have our show where we talk about these things, and... Icing really as stupid Alex songs, said, and they're all great. Obviously, if... Obviously, if it was just <laughs> some kind of primitive internet humor, it could be brushed off at the side glance of anyone who, you know, sniffs their own farts and themselves. Well, and lots of people uh, do intellectual, I mean, you know, yeah, the frontier of intellectual prowess. So. You probably buy the idea that white people are uh, implicitly racist, right? Why, why are you got, like, I'm literally asking you about internet humor, which I think is interesting. Right, right, but that's so, not, so I mean... Like you are correct. That's not really. I agree with you. I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm interested in how the internet works, and that's what I want to talk to you about. And I don't know why you're so hostile to that because it's interesting, and you've been quite successful at at it. In okay, so then you do believe that we're growing. Well, on the internet. Yeah. I mean, I hadn't heard about these meetings. That means some real life too. We're not supposed to hear about the meetings. Yeah, why would we tell you about the? <laughs> <laughs> we want an invite. Yeah, that's a separate topic. <laughs> but okay, here's the thing. I mean, first of all, do you think like growth on the internet is not real growth? I mean, it's still people on the other end of that screen. Their ideas are changing. I would say it's even more important because we're changing minds. Otherwise, you might as well flush Bernie Sanders down the toilet. <laughs> um, okay. There he did. So, can I, just let me let me just let's give me one second. All right. Okay. Every time I ask you a question, you guys think that, like, 
my implicit suggestion is like the internet's dumb or memes are dumb or whatever, but I don't think that. Like okay. I am curious. Okay. Well then I that, think memes that, can be kind of dumb though. Yeah. Of, I've of seen course. some dumb memes. Yeah, I've seen some really bad ones. Maybe, so are you so are you actually are you actually coming out and saying that you're a neutral party? Is that what you're saying, El? I'm saying I want you to tell me about memes and I don't mean like in a I don't mean like a Rihanna GIF or something. Okay, so you, so you're saying that you GIF? you're sort of you're taking <laughs> you're taking yes. up the uh, <laughs> you're taking up the I so you're taking up the identity of a neutral party to better report is what you're saying. Mm. I feel like you're focused. Um, no, I mean, like, I don't agree with you about, like, the anti-Semitic stuff. Like, I yeah, don't think that's, And I think that's better. Don't you think that's better? Don't you think we should really talk about what we personally discussed? That's wouldn't more, that, wouldn't that's that more be better? interesting thing to talk about than yeah. Yeah. Shut what down! Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you still never answered the question. You gotta you got understand that memes are the most lowbrow thing we do. I've been thinking about you Cool it with the anti-Semitic oh, remarks. So in the Iron Pill, oh, the, wait, there's like a panel hold on, hold about... On, hold on. God, I, I see where this is coming. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, you don't. No, 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 I mean, I memes are... I get your whole... Get memes your are, memes are really... No, no, no. Hold on. Come the on. whole shtick here is she's like latched onto this... I'm the cool, hip, edgy internet reporter that talks about fun cool kids and, and their crazy hip. memes. <laughs> I have oh, never come on. I've looked at your Twitter. I know what your self-image is. Your self-image is I'm the, I'm the internet chick. I report on the crazy subcultures of the internet. Here's what I found this week. That's your whole self-image. And that's what you're doing here while you want to keep talking about memes and stuff. And you don't want to actually engage us on our real ideas. Can I, well, can I just – hold on. I just want to, like, cut through that middleman. and. It. Like, even if hypothetically you you do come from a position of bad faith, even if that is true, I'm just going to cut through it and then I want to ask, or like really address what it is you're asking, in a, in a, but only insofar as you answer some of our questions. Okay. If, if, if that's fine. I mean, God. So you say that you say, like, I, think I, really, I really have to get here, okay? Like, wait, say what? I've played along. Mm-hmm. All right. I will answer your questions and I'm not coming at you in bad faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. I find this so, interesting. Okay. So and if you just, there's like a panel from the Iron Pill that I thought was really interesting. <laughs> well, before, what? before that. No, listen. Okay. About, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I can't find it, but it's about how um, the. It's about 4chan, and it's about... It's about how arm pills from, like, 2013? Well, I know it's old, but it's still interesting. Stale. About um, 4chan being, like, nothing but, like, the right movement having degraded into just being, um, like, just counterculturalism, right? Just contrarianism, and that how it needed to move beyond that, right? Like That's probably a fair assessment. Well, so I find that concept very interesting, okay? Okay. Could you guys elaborate on that and tell me if since the Iron Pill was produced, you see progress in that way? <laughs> Can I, uh, let me... Yes. If, if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't go against 
what you're trying to accomplish, I would like to sort of address that in a different fashion, if that's okay. Okay. Because I would like to retract back all the way from, like, the memory. Okay. It, because the memes are sort of a, they're like, <laughs> you know, the, the humorous internet culture sort of leaking out of, you know, a, 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 <laughs> something that's a little more impressive and well-structured. And often, you know, internet humor is uh, not the best place to go for, uh, <laughs> for any kind of any kind of intellectualism at all. Which I, I I assume what you want to know is, you know, why you know why are what why do we have X beliefs and how are they structured, rather than you know addressing some kind of memory, right? Um, I think honestly, what I'm more interested in is how the culture of 4chan created, or I don't know if created, but oh, it no, looks wait. like created this, this movement. Like why? Well, well, let me, let me, well, first I have to ask, I have to ask a question. that's what you're interested Yeah, well, I have to ask a question everyone else here. I've n I don't go on 4chan. Does anyone here? I know, I, I've been on 4chan, 4chan. No. times in my life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about Reddit? I was a beat card for a while. I, I don't have, I don't have a Reddit. I don't even know how it works. Reddit is like the lowest tier of the internet. Yeah. So it's like, it's so like, it's, a, it's like all that, all that like internet culture aside, you're more interested in the positions, aren't you? Rather than the, you know, the, the nothings of some internet yeah. culture. See, my, my feeling, my feeling is that you, what you're interested in is sort of the very superficial aspects of internet subculture because that's what you consider yourself to be a reporter on. Because, so you're not well, particularly interested in engaging our ideas. You want to I'm talk not, about I'm not, this grew out of 4chan and that grew out of, you know, this and this meme comes from that and then you, like, that's your, present, uh, that's uh, your presentation. It's more like how did something that looks like nothing turn into like a significant force in this election. Yeah, but, but because like the, <laughs> what comes off as the nothing, meaning the pepes and whatever is, I'm sure you're familiar with this. So I'm not saying this in a uh, way that's, I'm not insulting you, but obviously the, <laughs> the broader messages and the broader means of propaganda that spread are usually the stranger <laughs> and stupider. And it's because uh, yeah, the, uh, so, I've like, got a question for L. When you're I, done with this line of questioning, I've got another I, question. For yeah, you. I, I want to insert something when you get done, Ghoul. All right. Well, yeah, well, all that aside, it's like, how did that get big? Because there's a broad group of people that uh, you know agree with the general message for a number of reasons, and those, and they most easily spread in a propaganda means that is ultimately lowest common denominator, like yeah. any other political movement at all. That's why. Yeah, that's why hope and change Obama won. <laughs> into, yes. you know, into that. Into, yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like what you're looking at is an actual organic growth as opposed to a constructed, manufactured identity of you know marginalized people communicating so their marginalization. But ultimately, what I'm what I want to get to is all that aside. Wouldn't you rather get to the core? Wouldn't you rather get to what is the core that's fueling these ideas, those structures, rather than the, you know, the insignificant means at which they spread here and there? Um, absolutely, I want to get to the core, but I don't think the means are insignificant. Okay. Well, they're not. I've they're got not a question. They're, they're, not, in, to the they're core not insignificant of... to the grand scheme of 
<laughs> of growth, but they're insignificant insofar as the core is concerned. Like, you know, the thing you actually want to address. Because if you just focus on memes and, and dumb little <laughs> trivial shit, then you can just, you know, you could just, you know, pathologize it or whatever. You could, you know, oh, it's a movement based on, you know, dumb poop number two, dumb poop number three. What, like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it would be far more effective to address what actually is causing, you know, the messages and structures that are causing these messages to spread. Well, yeah, I, I mean, a... I think at the core of both of these is is a sense of alienation among young, tech savvy white yeah. guys. Well, right? sure, I'm I'm sure that it, you know plays some kind of role. Well, it definitely does because, as we know, diversity creates alienation. I mean, sure. uh, it's we we have the you know we have the evidence of that. So we we know that. Uh, yes, and I, I mean, I don't think that's an insult to, to you know our movement to say that many of the people that come into it are alienated and and maybe come from you know non-intact communities or families or or sort of uh, you know broken backgrounds or things like that. Like I don't deny that at all, and that's that's to be expected because our society is broken. You know, our society is fundamentally broken. So you're going to get people that are alienated uh, coming into things, and and you know. Marxism built the whole movement based on the concept of alienation. And, uh, yep. you know, we, we are experiencing real alienation. And so, yes, a lot of people are alienated. And, you know, you wanted an example of, you know, journalists, you know, buying into this anti-white zeitgeist. And I think I found one. And I'd like to thank Charlie Hammer for digging it up for me. So on August 11th, you tweeted uh, a picture of the U.S. girls Olympic gymnastics team from 1991 which was all white girls, and then you tweeted a picture of the U.S. gymnastics team, girls gymnastics team from 2016, and it's all black and Latino girls, and you said the evolution of America gymnastics. Now, do you I consider that evolution? Wait, no, let me finish the question. This, Don't interrupt me and let me finish the question. Uh -huh. Do you think that evolution is a good thing? Okay, this was so telling because all, the vast majority of people who responded to to this, thought it was about race, right? Because Gabby Douglas is black, Simone Biles is black. Right? What else is it? You know? Okay, well, why why do you think that they thought that? Well, well thought because that. that's in the news, right? But look at their muscles, dudes. They're so strong. The 1991 girls look like they're about to die. They're yeah. so strong. No, they don't. Mm. They're, no, they're, they're, they're Olympic athletes. They don't look like they're about to die. And the modern girls are... Well, you know, you, know why the, you know why those girls are more muscly? Because yeah, they have pretty obvious. testosterone. I'm sorry. You know why those black girls are more muscly? It's because they have more testosterone. The Their serum testosterone levels are higher. Right, but you're saying that the you're saying that the you know the black girls are more muscly than the white no, girls because no, they have no, more no. testosterone. Uh, I'm not seeing any white girls in that picture. I I can't believe that I'm bringing gymnastics into this. Is my friends are gonna laugh? But no, uh, this is completely about gymnastics. Gymnastics used to be about proving. I don't believe. I just honestly don't believe. Starving you. yourself. If now it, if it's it is about being if, really strong. If, if it is, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, guys, one at a time. I was just. I'm saying, if it is about gymnastics, don't you think that's kind of pe peculiar? What that girls are. Strong. That you would. <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. The obvious. Wait, why do you think black girls are strong? 
Well, no, no. She, she said girls are. Wait, unless I misheard that. I'll, she yeah. said the, the, the girls from 2016 are stronger. <laughs> I don't okay. expect you guys to know much about the American gymnastics system, but if you look at the white girls and the black girls and the whatever girls, everyone is very, very muscular now. Okay. And this is kind right, of the black girls are more muscular, right? Uh, not all of them. So Simone is very in that picture. In that picture, though, in that picture. Well, Gabby is a more life uh, gymnast. She's pretty jacked. They're all clearly more muscular. Well, 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 okay, whatever. Let me, I, first of all, I just want to say. Let me I just. Let me just, Look, I just I want to say. If you, that, did you get the not, obvious. What do you think the greatest contrast is between those two images? To me, the skinniness. I don't believe so. And I think yeah. that the. Well, I, think that most, I, think, I think that most people. Do you think that most people would be. Well, she just said right. that most people reacted to it as if it was about race. So why do you think okay, most people saying, had that reaction? Yeah, I thought a bunch of it's not about, it's not about like why. It's, it's like, do you think they were justified in assuming it was about race? No. Yeah. Why? Why not? Why does that have to be the first thing everybody sees? Because well, it doesn't matter why. It is. It's, it's the most look, obvious look. thing to change. <laughs> it's the most obvious difference. It's the most obvious no, difference. Not. Yes, it is. No, yeah. You know, actually, it is. And no, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Everyone shut up but me. Okay. Listen. It is the most obvious because you said that that's the thing that people keyed into right away. So your idea yeah, of what the true. most obvious is, you're just blind you're to like what other guys. people are. Like, you just don't understand how other people are reacting to it. So if most people react to the one, that one feature, then that's the most obvious, that's the most obvious one. Like, nobody's looking at how relatively jacked up these girls are. I mean, maybe you are, because that's not as important to people that's as race. Race is more about. important. No. Muscles are Wait, more no, but you can't, no, 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 no. You can't say no because you yourself said the majority of people reacted to the different race. Yeah. That's what is most important to, to most You're like race obsessed. Like oh, no, 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 no. You said that most people reacted to the difference in races, right? Am I right about that? Well, the most people tweeting at me. All right. Okay. Okay, so that's, okay, so... If, but, I mean, so if you're interested, that, like there's a there was an African American girl on that team named Dominique Dawes at the same year, and she was also very very thin, but she wasn't in that picture. Okay, why did you choose a picture that she wasn't in? Because this is where they look really skinny. Because I mean, you're not going to know who they are, but like Shannon Miller in particular is about seventy two pounds. Carrie Strug in that one. Uh, it's Carrie Strug, Kim Zemeskel, and I think. So I do know who they are. So. But, um, I mean, the fact that you are, why are you so vehemently trying to disown the race aspect of this? Like, why is that so important that that's not what it's about? That was the, be that, yeah. like, that's the better question because I don't know if, if I believe that that was your, <laughs> I don't, I, like, I don't know if I, like, I'm not, well, I, I don't trying, believe that I'm was not your trying to trivialize you. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying I to, take you guys at your word. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to, well, you work for vice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. Like, hold on, I'm not trying to belittle you for the sake of belittlement, because you know I'm not trying to start a a, a personality cult like Milo or something. I'm I I'm really curious because I do think it's really really interesting that what does it what pops out at you is the muscles and not the severe ancestral differentiate uh, differentiality between those peoples. 
Um, do you want to know it, why? Well. Because I'm really into you know what, Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Right? And I followed gymnastics my whole life, and I did gymnastics for 10 years. And, what and makes now gymnastics- some nigger has your spot on the team? I think this development on, this is, is so fucking stupid. Give me a break. You're so full of shit. I can't no, take no. this anymore. I can't yeah. take this anymore. This is such bullshit. You're so full of shit. You're from Vice. Did you watch your own travel guide to Liberia? Oh my god. How are we still doing this? Okay, so I'm gonna mute yeah, myself. I'm I mean, sorry. all right. Let me let me just let me just take no, this apart. Here. So let me get to my point. Dude, you've been talking for so long. Yeah, and you know what? And I keep getting interrupted. I'm going somewhere good, so relax. All right, why, all right. Why, let's see where you're going with this. Yeah. Why is it that it's okay? Why? First of all, I just wanted to say, why do you like the gymnastics? Why do I like gymnastics? No, oh, why, it's why do you like the, the Olympics. Sport. Why do you? Well, I mean, well, I, specifically the gymnastics and the Olympics. But why do you like the Olympics? Is a better question. Why do I like the Olympics? That's is it a very good because, question. I see, I see where you're going. Yeah, that's a great question. Is it just because it's teams versus teams and they're doing a sport that you find intriguing? I like it because there's women in it. <laughs> but you like the Olympics? <laughs> okay, so wait, 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 wait. Okay, like let me go here. Let, let me, yeah, that's why I like my kitchen. Okay, so you like the aspect of female identity being involved in the Olympics. So there's an identity issue with you. Well, I like sports. I like sports. Because of women? You like sports because of women? No, I like sports. Okay. Yeah. Why do you like like the NFL? What do you think an important aspect of sports is? Like, do you think that people like sports purely for, like, the physicality, the athleticism? Or do you think that people like sports because of an identity issue? Because they identify with the teams. The teams become, you know, or in the Olympic, or in the case of the Olympics, the nation. You know, the, the, the most compelling thing to me about the Olympics is that it's nations competing against each other. And when you have people from all different nations on one team, that seems like bullshit to me. Like the U.S. team is bullshit. Okay. Because yeah, it's not really a team. Win. It doesn't represent any. We well, yeah, but, but who wins? Don't you like winning? Y'all like Donald Trump. I like winning, but the United States Olympic team doesn't represent me. Why not? There's white people on there. Well, Assume. Sure. Maybe Michael Phelps represents me, but certainly that, <laughs> that gymnastics team does not represent me. I don't have any investments because they're not, they're not my people. They're different they are. They're people. Americans. And they <laughs> believe the same things you do. do you think they should... <laughs> they really There's don't. no evidence they believe the same things that I do. Um, they definitely don't. They and believe do in my think... tax dollars. My tax do you think dollars. They salute... Do you think they should salute our flag and, and sing our anthem? Oh, God. There are lots of white people who didn't do that. No, no, no. But I'm asking you. I'm, I mean, do you think black people should salute the American flag and sing the American national anthem? Whether or not white people do or don't. Do you think it's black people an should? Not you I care at all about. I, I'm at, but, uh, okay, so, but, but answer the question. I, do, I don't care. Your answer is you don't care? Okay. This is not, I mean, I, people get very, very upset, obviously. Well, why do you think that is? Did you ever think about why that is? Or do you just think that they're dummies? Because uh, it's cheap and easy. <laughs> well, they're dumb. <laughs> Right. Why, 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 okay. So, all right. Okay. That's a wait, very wait, oh, uh, interesting thing you just said. It, it's cheap and easy. 
to generate outrage over something like that. Like here is symbol oh, okay. that okay. you okay, like. But why do you think that people get outraged? That symbol now get mad. Like that's what that. Why do you think people? Why, why, why do you think it works? People get outraged. Why do? Well, why do people actually get outraged? It happens doesn't mean that it's right. Okay, but that's not what I'm asking you. Why do you think that they get outraged? Because they feel an affinity towards the flag. Okay, and okay, is there something with that? That's 13. Is there something wrong with that? No. Okay. You're acting as if there's something wrong with it. Yeah, so why did you... Why You're did mentioning you, why, it as just because it happens. Why are you I mean, so contemptuous? Right. Why do you have so much contempt for I mean, there was it? pure contempt in your voice right there. Yeah. It's not pure contempt. Well, like, who cares? Answer, like, why... why do you understand? Can you, can you empathize with those people that feel that their symbols are being shat on? Yes, even if I disagree with them, of course I can. Okay. So, if you're That's okay with, with that, uh, with American symbols being shat on, then why does it matter if Russians won the Olympics? Um, why, why, do you, why do you care which, which, why do you care which uh, country wins if national identity I is mean, the big... I mean, it's entirely possible that you're being honest with us and you are completely... Um, you know, deracinated, alienated, and atomized, and you think that that puts you in some kind of morally superior position to people that aren't. I but very much is, identify as an American, but I don't think that is... But you don't think American symbols are important? Americans, you don't think that songs and symbols and stuff like that... They're important, important, but I don't think these protests are, like, that big a deal. Right? Like, like what, I know BLM people are very, what? very upset about people not standing... Okay, but if people are very, very upset, then it is a big deal. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, people now, now what isn't isn't a big deal is what people make of it. If people are making a big deal, then it's a big deal. Right. I think the main people making a big deal of it is people who are aren't people that you don't respect. TV. Yeah. Sean Hannity. <laughs> yeah, I don't respect him. OK, right. So, OK, so you fundamentally have contempt for people that care no. about nationalist symbols. I didn't say that. But that's effectively what you did say. You said why you, do you, you want you, you almost did. me to be the symbol of of that? Like, why can't we just have a conversation? Like, I really am because you don't answer oh, the question. Because love the symbol <laughs> of like the liberal, like feminist, like I don't know. I don't think we're projecting that onto you at all. Actually, we're just uh, we're actually asking you I, questions yeah. and you're not answering them. That's what's really happening here. And I you mean, still not. You still didn't answer the question about whether you thought that white people were. What was this? I missed your last thing that you said. Um, I am coming to you for information that you have that I don't have. Right. Okay. I want to know what you think and how you want to get other people to think what you think. Well, one thing. Well, one way. One way. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you. One way we're doing it uh-huh. is by grilling you on exactly. the air. Yes, this we is going to help us. In, yeah, we have a dialectic that we generate yeah. between ourselves and the people. And in you're a great foil. You're a great foil for it. Well, and I you've know. Done That's a marvelous job. Doing. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we we appreciate having you on here. We really do. Yeah, thank you. If any of your friends want to come on, that would be good too. Um, That's if you can get Michael Tracy to come on. I actually respect that guy. I think he's one of the few people on the left that has integrity. So I would actually talk to him. Right. Would you tell him about Pepe? 
I mean, well, we Pepe's probably not discuss something I mean, more important. You already know about Pepe. Right? I told you about Pepe. I made him. You also probably know more than I do. I honestly, I'm not lying to you when I say I never really went to 4chan or got into that scene. Yeah, and me neither. Okay. But, I mean, if you had done your research, you would have noticed that one of the crucial things to our movement is we do engage with people and we force them to face their own unexamined premises. Right. I absolutely expected to have, like, that kind of debate with you. Are, are you familiar with you prepared yourself by pretending that all the little premises we asked you about you don't actually hold? Are you familiar what? with Socrates at all? The, the Which Greek? ones? Socrates, the Greek. Are you familiar with him? Yeah. That's basically what we do. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I think so. So... So, so path knowledge is examining your own inventory of ideas. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to help guide you to self-knowledge while at the same time using you as a foil to show how those on, you know, the intellectual other side of the coin from us are, in fact, just working on a bunch of un unexamined premises that were essentially, in my opinion, programmed into you. And what unexamined premises do you think I have? Well, one of your unexamined premises is why you have contempt for people that respect the flag. Why? I think your unexamined premises, you think I have contempt. See, you, did. you said it's you another, did. It's another, it's, that's one of the premises. Okay, look, you have to be willing to, you have to be willing to, to be admit to it. engage here. Like, okay, I so do you have contempt for people that respect the flag? The but I think people are getting very angry over something. So you should respect something, but okay, not be offended when somebody shits on it? Okay, that's so an yeah, interesting, so people, that's interesting. If people uh, respect the flag. They're mad when somebody disrespects it. That's is part it of respecting not it. Is it put your hand over your heart? Yes. Why? It absolutely is. It is disrespectful not to do the conventional gesture of respect towards the That's flag. Not the national anthem is playing. Did military people do that? No, we stand at attention. That's right. And we salute and show it's respect. A, it's a, it's yeah. a different thing. It doesn't thing, matter. Though. They're showing respect. It doesn't matter. Hold, hold, hold up. Hold up. Did you seriously just try to like trip him up with the hand over the heart technicality? Did you seriously like try to slip that in, and that's what you're going on that you got, that you caught him on that? I mean, I'm is this really what you're here doing? You want to you want to you want to come back at me? That, what am I being dishonest about? You just you just I tried mean, to slip that. No, she just tried to slip that little technicality no, in there. No, I mean, she's like, just galloping all over the But I mean, come on. <laughs> the hand over. No, he did, they didn't. They didn't fail to put their hands over the hearts. They knelt on the ground and they said they yeah, were kneeling well, for, for 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 Black Lives Matter or whatever. It was a total yeah. They deliberately the they deliberately well, did the opposite of that... what you're supposed to do in order to deliberately show disrespect to the flag and the anthem. And you're saying that you understand people that have respect for these things, but they shouldn't be mad when people deliberately, publicly, and blatantly disrespect these symbols. I think that and that's absurd. But actually, you are making me think about this. It is clearly a very good way to get people's attention. And But what I'm trying to get you to understand and think about is that it is a good way to get people's attention. But but why? That's what you sort of that's what sort of going unexamined. And I understand why it goes unexamined, because you're taught in school that protest is like fundamentally morally legitimate. It's fundamentally morally good. And, you know, we should always listen to people that have an issue or whatever. But the point is that you're saying like it's it's a cheap way to get attention and that's that's sort of baked into that assumption that it's a cheap way to get attention is that people shouldn't be mad when the symbols they care about are disrespected now 
I'm sure that we could find, I, I don't want to go through an inventory, I'm sure we could find a symbol that if people disrespected it, you would be upset too. So you can't then say, like, say if, um, or, or alternatively, we can find a symbol that if somebody displayed it, you would feel that you would feel very upset about it. Um, you know, so symbols are important. I think that that's just, that's like the generally thing that we have to acknowledge. And I, and I think that, you know, there's sort of this postmodern view that you know, these symbols are, are inherently meaningless and people should not be attached to them because that they're not important. And that's just, I think, not realistic when you're dealing with mass populations. One we know just from observation and you know, because you know that it's a quote unquote cheap way to get attention, that people do care about these things. These are important. And it's so the, people like flags, they like symbols. They're, they're compelling. It's the they're same. symbols of group. They're symbols of our people, our nation. They're symbols sometimes of victory. Um, and, and it's not things that people take lightly. So that's fundamentally an issue of identity. And that's what we're talking about. That's what the alt-right is talking about. We're talking about our identity as a people. So like when a group of, you know, overpaid, you know, roided up felon felonious black football players decide they're going to do a public display of disrespect for our symbols, we're mad. And it's not trivial. Uh, would you be less mad if like Tom Brady did it? No. no, I would be no. more mad because I make Tom Brady a traitor. I'd be more mad because he's a fucking traitor. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, listen. I mean, I, I agree I, with those I, blacks I, that this I, isn't I, their country. Yeah, I agree the with them. Right. But they should also think get the fuck out. Um. <laughs> was not that not part of your inquiry? Huh? Was not was what not part of my inquiry? Gabby Douglas not putting her hand over her heart at the Olympics. No, I didn't actually know about that because I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, that. then we I have didn't know about that either. It's, but it, yeah, sure. Why not? Throw it in there. Why not? Well, I I, I think that was an accident. I don't think that was a conscious. Oh, all right. Oh, then who okay. cares? <laughs> well, then I mean, all right, but that still shows that you know it still shows something. But yeah, okay, fine. That makes me less mad. But the con to consciously doing it, um, and it's not it's not even like like I have my own issues. I'm not here's the United a, States government, but. Well, you know, I know here's, what those here's the thing. I'm not, even, I'm not even mad about the idea of American blacks feeling that they are vastly disassociated from America. Should feel okay. that's understandable. So I mean, it's understandable why they feel that way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it is scientifically it, why it they is, feel that way. <laughs> it is understandable. I'm not even like it doesn't come from like some of them perhaps, but I'm going to be, you know, I, like hypothetically I'm addressing the intellectually honest and, you know, more, you know, brighter among them. Uh, it doesn't come from a position of, of, of mere bullshit. You know, it's like your, your ancestry was something of, uh, you were sold to us by a third party. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we, an interested third party just doing yeah. business. <laughs> <laughs> and we, uh, we use you as slaves. We quote, well, we didn't, we, yeah, yeah. No, no, we, quote, freed you, unquote, and left you in a far worse state of affairs. And then you're left in this situation where you're left to ultimately, def you know, fend for yourself in a, in a society that doesn't give a shit about you. And I don't give, I don't care that the society doesn't give a shit about you because, of the, <laughs> like, it's to be expected. But it, for obvious reasons, you resent the society. And so... Wait, can you why, like, explain that? What do you mean? Explain well, you what? seem you seem capable of empathy all the way up to. They all do. They all do. I just. 
maybe I worded it in a way where I get well. No, the point is that the point is that we. It's like I can understand on an intellectual level and on to some extent on an emotional level what it feels like to be disassociated from your host society, right? Um, so I get. And and I can understand the we we all now feel that the society is fundamentally against us as a people, and so if that's how blacks have felt, then I do understand that. But the solution, the, the the thing is, I don't think that this is an issue. One, I think that this issue is is addressed by separation, and that two peoples going their right, own well, way, yeah, having their own nations, and yeah, two, it, like here's, I, I don't think that here, here are the obvious. Okay, well, let me just finish my second point. I don't right, think that right. the objections that are typically raised to something like that have moral validity. Like, I don't think that this the, the, the idea like, oh, well, we can't separate because we're all one. and all, like, I, I, those, are, those are actual bullshit ideas that don't have any basis. And so, Hi. you know, if blacks are, are alienated and they feel alienated, they feel like this society is against them. Um, when they get their rich retributive justice and the state now is concerned with giving them justice, now we feel that the state is against us. We feel the society is against us. This is not something that can be reconciled. So ultimately, uh, you know, on an interpersonal level, sure. Anybody can get along with anybody on an interpersonal level. On the, on the wider, greater social level, we see in the, sort of the disintegration of social life in the United States since 1965 is, is an example of the fact that, you know, racial and ethnic diversity is just fundamentally antisocial. And so uh, I consider people that advocate for this to be, you know, mistaken or malicious people. Most people are mistaken. Some are malicious. Right. Well, at the end of the day, like, what was it that you wanted to, you wanted to ask me? Oh, um, yeah. Why, why, uh, stop your empathy at, uh, at equality? You ever read The Giving Tree? Oh, no, hold on. Where do you think it stops at? Well, when you are recounting... Separation is equality. When you are recounting that story, Mm -hmm. right... Mm-hmm. You uh, you can understand feeling that society has mistreated you, but then when you want right. equitable treatment, you no longer feel that empathy. Well, separation is a equitable. Well, what I like, and on top of that, yeah, separation is. But that aside, I'm I'm going to. Well, I'm hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm hold on. I'm gonna go a little further. I'm gonna go a little further hold, into this. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on, boy. I got on. Piss me off. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, <laughs> um, well, vibrant, as we had, as we had, I, I gave one example with the, you know, the, uh, I gave one example earlier with the, uh, you know, genes associated with uh, individualism that are higher in wired populations. But I mean, there's a, <laughs> there's a web of, of genetic uh, predispositions. We can rightfully assume that these these separate races have you know ways which they like to live and associate with one another right i don't think so well why not i think that's in your dna to like want an iphone or something so which which sure. demographic group is more violent but, well, according to statistics white supremacists or african americans 
I'm serious. Like, 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 have you ever looked at that data? I mean, both are both are kind of in a similar position of being alienated by society, right? If we're going to accept the Black Lives Matter kind of narrative, you know, they're about as equally uh, marginalized in society, right? So significantly less marginalized than we are, but that's okay. Right, but but yeah. uh, if we're going to accept yeah. the BLM narrative, but you can walk down the street and no one knows you're a white nationalist. But I have no okay, idea. It depends on what kind of white nationalist you are and how you. Have you yourself. ever seen an actual like hammer skin like with all the tattoos? <laughs> I, I would. Yeah. I would say. I would say yeah, no, no, that. okay, but I'll grant that premise. But what, what, what do you like, take from that? Why should I have to hide who I am? This went, oh, this went like in a different. What I take from that is that you are able to pass in society as the dominant. Right, right, right. But why should I have to pass? I mean, this is something black people say too, right? Why should I have to pass? So you are treated like a regular white person, not like a white nationalist, saved by the police, right? Whereas an African-American Well, the police treat person, people according to whether or not they've, you know, the, yeah. the police treat people according to their own behavior. Like, are you being a, are you engaging in suspicious activity? Are you breaking the law? Are you polite to them in an exchange? Are you resisting, et cetera? Uh, police have never had a problem. And even if I was acting as a white nationalist, if I was within the bounds of the law, I don't think I'd have a problem with the police because I obey police commands. And I don't resist them. Like, I could go out waving a Nazi flag, and that's perfectly legal. The police wouldn't do anything to me as long as they didn't try to attack anybody. Do you, well, here, do you a, think a, a that all police shootings are the result of someone trying to attack somebody? I think, yeah, I think most police shootings Ge- are... I would, say, I would say vastly, vastly generally. There might be a few that aren't, but those are far outliers. But there's been video. Like yes, yeah. and the videos well, almost always vindicate the police. I don't like anecdotes. What about studies? What about statistical studies on this yeah. kind of? Phenomenon? I mean, like anecdotes don't really matter too much. Really, at the end of the day, it's like well, if you look at FBI's uh, Uniform Crime Report. There is a lot of data though on police stopping African Americans. Well, there's, well, there's a lot of data well, like, on police. Just, there's a lot of data on, 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 on black people commit, commit a lot of crimes. You bastard! That was mine. I had that. Sorry, sorry. So I was sorry. trying to do. Okay. Dude, you are now a listener, buddy. You just I know. need to listen. Okay. What the fuck? Okay. People like you, me, you should talk. Hold on. If you, mm-hmm. if you, yeah, you should talk you, more. If you compare the FBI's Uniform Crime Report Sorry. and the report issued by the Department of Justice on uh, arrest-related deaths, you'll find that in these documents shows that, in, at, uh, I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is just 2009 when apparently it was worse, but whatever. Uh, in 2009, there were uh, uh, 177,700, et cetera, violent Crimes committed by uh, black people, and and that was and then in the year uh, two hundred eighteen were killed by police during arrest, and um, overall zero point twelve percent of uh, black violent criminals were killed by uh, police during arrest, and then at the same year uh, two thousand six hundred thirty eight uh, three hundred etc. Uh, violent crimes were committed by white people. Three hundred forty of them were killed by police. And under the same assumptions, uh, you know, if we had control for population, 0.12% of white violent criminals were killed by police in 2009. 0.12 versus 0.12, that's hilarious. It's a perfect equality. And that doesn't make sense considering that the fact that if you look at the FBI arrest records compared to the CIA victimization survey, black people do far more violent crime than white people, showing and or suggesting rather that uh, uh, Police show restraint when uh, dealing with black people because they know that what happens if they go too far. Yeah. 
I mean, anecdotally from talking to police, they tell me this too, but I, you know, I don't know that, um, that matters in the context yeah. of this and conversation. We haven't even entered into the, uh, the, the body cam stuff either, which is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the videos almost always, uh, vindicate the police in these situations. So. And so what is your plan to convince the rest of America? Of this? Crashing this America. Well, here, well I mean, I mean, the plan, to, okay. the plan, to, I mean, the plan is very simple. If you're talking about, you know, proving that these that proving a myth untrue is just showing the facts. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think one of the I things mean, is like the I don't other point I'd after, like to but, make. But go ahead, Alex. Um, a lot of people already believe what we believe. They're just afraid yeah. to say it. Yeah. That's why I mean, we do, do you this. think that Donald Trump's supporters are racists? Um, some of them. Okay. Fifty percent of them. You know, were like you, were you, su- mm. were you surprised at the, the level of support he has amongst white people? I mean, the majority of white people support Donald Trump. Well, they in my opinion, Donald. Okay. In my opinion, Donald Trump is a. Prox- I mean, don't, guys, don't take credit for like the power of party identification, like. What? Okay, but but here's here's the thing. Here's what you don't understand is that Donald Trump is so popular because, granted, there's a party identification part of it. But what Donald Trump is talking about doing, which is deporting illegal immigrants and building a wall, these are things that the voter base of the Republican Party has been asking for for like 25 years, if not more. Do you think and they have never gotten, they have never gotten it. Because the Republican Party was beholden to the Chamber of Commerce and other you know, certain special interest groups. Yeah. Do you think Trump will get a larger share of white vote than Romney did? Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's going to win, but also, yes, he's going to get a larger share of the white vote than Romney. What's he pulling at now? Who's what? What's she's Trump? What's Date on the, the polling from like 538 or something like that. I mean, you know, he's going up in the polls. I don't know what he is polling among whites right now, no. But yes, my prediction is that after the final election, there will, one, not only be a greater share of white people, that many more white people that never voted before will come out to vote for him. And I think effectively what Trump is, is a referendum on white America. And I'm not the only one that thinks this. The left thinks this too. And essentially... People voting for Donald Trump is saying, we don't want to be erased. We're not going to go quietly. You're not just going to get to replace us and wipe us off. You know, that's what Donald Trump means to people. So, okay, I know you guys don't want to reveal your identities, but well, like, can you give me an idea of where you live? Like, why do you feel like you're being replaced? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean... Is this an? Is this okay, a? Can we just? I think we've run the course just with this. Questions. Let me just answer this question. It's the most uninteresting. Do you know what the demographics of the United States were in 1965? Um. Yes. And what are they? Are you aware of predictions that white people will be a minority by 2040? Yes, you're aware because they brag about them intermittently. Some people pretend it's not happening. Other okay, people so in the media brag why, about why them. Why should I want that? Why should I want that? But you're you're not being expelled from the nation. Well, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Just hold on. my future. That's not. That's not. That's <laughs> not. That's not my question. Why should I want white people to become a minority? Just answer that question without distracting on any other issues. Yeah. Um. 
why do you think? Why no, 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 no. Answer the question. Yeah. Just answer that question. An ideal. No, no. We know. Okay. We so know. It has been studied. There is no question that we are on a trajectory for white people to be a minority by 2040. Why should I be okay with that? Um, because people who aren't white are not your enemy. So what? They can be my, not my enemy in another country. Does why it benefit us to be, be not my enemy? I don't or, think that they're necessarily my enemy, but why should they be here and not my enemy instead of in their own country? Is it better or worse for whites to be a minority would be my question. Yeah. Why do I have to exist as an utter for alien people that I don't know and I don't empathize with and whose culture is sometimes radically different than mine and sometimes opposed violently in the case of, you know, terrorist right. attacks. Yeah, in the case of, you know, Islam, yeah. My question is just basically, is it better or worse for us to be a minority in the United States as whites? I, I just, I think it's neutral. I think it's what? You think it have no effect on us at all to be a minority? Um, like, what do you mean effect? Like you, like. Will we materially be worse off as whites? No, I don't think so. No, no. I don't think so. Have you wow. looked at other countries where shifts in politics have occurred where whites lost power? But there are no other counties like ours. Um, there are other countries that have had a like, white ruling just, class that have yeah. Rhodesia exactly. or South Africa. Africa. South Africa comes to mind. A class. I thought you guys thought America was special. No, we don't. No. Really? America, we, we completely it reject on, American exceptionalism. Well, I was Absolutely. the impression that nationalism is very important to all, right? Yeah, it depends yes. on what. Like, I think you're conflating two terms. We here. just have a long. Yeah, it is. It is conflating two terms. The American flag. Yeah, that's nationalism. That's not exceptionalism. Okay, so one thing that tends to crop up in these kind of discussions is a failure to make a distinction between patriotism and nationalism and jingoism, which I think is what you're kind of doing now. Um. Well, can you explain that? How would you define patriotism, for example? Why don't you tell me how you define it? Well, I'm more curious about That's your interpretation. But you're just telling me, like, <laughs> you have these conflicting definitions. Just, like, tell me what you think. Well, we'd, we'd obviously be better able to understand if there is a contradiction if you give us your definitions. Why? Yeah. This is not my point. <laughs> because the- I'm not here to make your point for you. It's because not you, because you just a, because you just you took to a you just took a denial of American exceptionalism to be a denial of nationalism, so yeah. obviously there's a. There's I feel like there's a confusion here. There's a confusion that we are asking you what your definitions are so we can clear it up. We can't just read your mind and yeah, try to. Yeah, we can't clear your definitions. We have to know what your understanding is. Why do you say that? Because you just because you just took a rejection of American exceptionalism to be synonymous with a, with a rejection of nationalism. Because you're ostensibly here to understand us better, correct? So yeah, that's so part of this whole conversation. I just told you that because you just made that incorrect conflation of terms, that we'd like you to define your terms so that we can tease out the confl- and, and help you redefine so you understand further where we're coming from. <laughs> You just said, I thought you think America's special. And I said, no, we reject American exceptionalism. And you said, oh, I mm-hmm. thought you said nationalism is important. Yeah, just conflated two terms. So They're completely different concepts. American, American exceptionalism is, American exceptionalism is the, the idea that no matter what you do to America, it's always going to be great. 
We completely and that reject is patently that. false. Yeah. Patently false. Well, I didn't say I believe that. Or you, well, you've got some idea that maybe we think this is the best country in the world, which is probably not accurate. Do you not? No. No. What do you think is the best country in the world? Mine. Nazi Germany! That, yeah. <laughs> that, pedestal, <laughs> that pedestal is actually uh, vacant as of now. No. For me, it's just that this is my home and I have interest in the affairs yeah. of my home. Yeah, my house is not the best house, but it's my house, and I I don't want a bunch of people squatting in it. Yeah. I just I find it really interesting these kind of conversations to get persons like yourself to define what you would think, for or example, to, patriotism to, would be. Like or, to how evade, would you, or to evade and clam up. Either way, no. both interesting equally. I mean, what would you consider? Did Mike actual, leave? How's anyone else getting a chance to talk here? <laughs> is there? Wait, sorry. Is there a question? Yeah, I, I'm curious about how you define something like patriotism. Uh, love of country. Do you just, love this country? Just love Do country? I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Does, wow. does that involve believing that this is the best country in the world or just personally preferring this country? Wait, I'm so, sorry. I didn't hear your whole question. Does this does this uh, entail believing in American superiority to other countries, or just personally liking this country right, better? Exceptionalism of, is America's number one, right? Or special in some way, and I do think America is special in some way. You think America is is special in the way that you can just fill it up with whoever is available, whoever wants jobs and access to our. Uh, our uh, long constructed institutions and there will be no consequences for whoever that Ooh. is that comes in that, how that what, changes the makeup what makes of the it special are. hello hi yeah. Mike I what, hear you now oh, what, geez, yeah, what my makes mic America special I was okay. extremely into my mic Jesus oh. <laughs> you're having a nice time now you're yeah, back yeah you guys are actually able to get a word out edgewise <laughs> yeah that was nice yeah, we should meet so I mean so I mean, I guess I guess what we're, we're coming out is that L is actually the one that holds kind of more of an exceptionalist position, in that she believes that this country will not undergo the same fate as say an Austro-Hungarian Empire, um, South Africa, Rhodesia, any other country that's fallen apart due to demographics. I think is is where we're coming along. This Sounds is like the, the divide. Do I wait? Is the question: Do I believe America will fall apart because of increasingly diverse demographics? No, no. that's that's no. a stupid way of putting it. Do you believe America will fall apart because you're going to replace America's people with somebody else? Really, my, uh, my question is: Why should why should why should we be okay with it? Like, why should we want to be a minority? Yeah, why should why we should be okay we, with that? Why should we be sanguine about the fact that we're going to be forty percent well, well, and thirty percent of the population? Because, why shouldn't we want to be a majority? Because why shouldn't we want this to be a country about our people? Her, her answer is that it doesn't make a difference who's here, then why should you care? Yeah, but it's that's empirically vapid, false. I mean, we have if evidence. I, if I that. if I had to guess, and it's a pure guess, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume when we say things like our country, our people, I would assume in your, uh, uh, the way that you view the world, you would immediately question what is in our country, what is in our people, and you bring it to a level of uh, triviality. Is Why that correct? Why would you assume that about me, though? Because otherwise I don't understand you could be so curious about these propositions, so I'm just... <laughs> is that correct? Is, my or job. is that wrong? It's my job to be curious. Well, something le something led you to pursue this profession. 
Um, okay. Mm-hmm. What's your question? <laughs> okay. Do, are, do, you, do you assume that these things are trivialities? What things? Our people, uh, our nation, etc. Yeah, our, our nation, our identity, our people, etc. Are these trivialities? Are they like... Like the American uh, identity? Are, are, are no, they, I, would, I think, I mean, like, we well, disagree. Nothing. Like, I think the American identity is about, like, our ideals about democracy. Or, okay. So, uh, <laughs> a proper... It's yeah, like so, Howard uh, Zinn, so, uh, you know? So, uh, yeah, or... So you, or, or, on, uh, so you agree that it's a... Uh, so you think that it's like a proposition nation? It's based on a set of ideas, not a people. Is that what you would say? Like yeah, my constitution. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So we'll, who's we'll set of ideas? Go, we'll go with like an agnostic yes, is what you're saying. Um, because it would be nice if that was true. It's, well, it didn't. That that myth well, it makes things easier to <laughs> pretend like it is. Well, you know. Well, that that myth, that myth didn't spring up till mid '60s. Right. Yeah, that's a new it's, narrative. That's, that's it's, new. it's 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 incredibly new. And for some reason, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. why. Why could it be? I can't even why? imagine. Why? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, that's, it was never Oy the case. Vey. Jesus. It's never, it's never been the case. <laughs> We've always been. You haven't been subject to this in a while, like, Bobby, I'm sorry. Legally, and, <laughs> legally, sorry, legally and culturally focused, we've always been Northern Eurocentric. That's, it's, it's been a, <laughs> a, a, a very important part of our identity. Yeah, it was written into law until 1965. Yeah, and so now it's you know in this new age of you know force diversity and at light speed, it's been undermined and it's just sort of this. Uh, people <laughs> are telling their children blatant lies like we were founded on this idea that the whole world comes here and lives under this set of philosophies. That's not true that's a lie so why would you tell your your children this it doesn't yeah, yeah if you import backwoods goat farmers to come in that goat have been farmers. He's being polite tonight yeah goat <laughs> farmers that are friggin raised Farm. around violence for centuries and you just magically import them here do you, do you just think they're gonna come up and start wearing birkenstocks and come share a fucking starbucks with you it's <laughs> insane yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you, do you have a do you have a um, party affiliation that you're uh, comfortable in sharing for the sake of conversation, Bill? No, obviously this is not for the sake of conversation. Like you want me to be a symbol of everything you. Right. Okay. Well, how about this? Well, we will I, stop I wanna, making I, you a symbol. <laughs> we'll just tell you what we think. So, but but you gotta understand, asking questions, the Socratic method, is how we operate, right? So I've got a question, which is that do you think that organizations that are based around increasing the immigration from certain regions, like say something like La Raza, which is a Latino-centric organization, an ethnocentric, if you will, racial nationalist, uh, ethnic nationalist organization that wants to increase the number of Latino Hispanics in the United States, do you think that that is, do you understand why they would want to do that? Uh, I have not done any research. On okay, but like, to just assume that I'm telling you the truth. Well, Do you think that Hispanics? How about this? How about this? Do you think that Hispanics wanting to increase the number of Hispanics is an understandable thing that for them to want to do in the United States? I, I, like, I don't know. Like, what is the point of this question? 
Well, I, because I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to expose certain assumptions that you're holding that you're that are unexamined. Which is that, like, if if you see a Latino activist who's an immigration activist, he wants to legalize and give amnesty to all these illegal immigrants. He wants to increase immigration quotas from you know Hispanic countries. Do you do you think that he's a morally bad person? Do you think he's doing something bad? Do you think he's doing something understandable and in his own self interest? Um. I mean, these are all separate questions, like the like legalization of undocumented. No, but I'm not no, asking no, no, you about no, 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 that. Like, I'm asking like, your that's like, of the individual who is advocating for that. That is a Latino. Do you? What is your opinion of a Latino that is advocating for a greater Latino presence in the United States? Do you think that this is understandable and justifiable thing for him to be doing? I do not have a, an opinion on this hypothetical person. What about a white person? That is advocating for an increase of white people in the United States. Um, like you mean you? Like, yes. do I have an opinion on you? Sure. Do you have an opinion on on, on the on the um, justifiability, the morality of of doing that? Yeah. <sighs> well, wait. What is your or question? Do, do, do you think it's think different? You? Well, the question. <laughs> you want to hear Chateau Artiste? That's my question. Yeah, we should just play Chateau Artiste. Yeah. In, I think those I questions mean, are straightforward. I don't believe that you don't understand them. No, it's because she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to expose any sort of. Put, she's trying to be objective. The way the reason I asked you before if you had any kind of party affiliation is because we have numbers and research research that shows how these immigrants vote one, two, and three generations out. They all stick with bigger government, liberal voting tendencies, and it actually increases. Uh, with each generation, and so when but, you, you know, look, are, what, are but, very but, very liberal but, as well. But, but, no, they're not. But, no, they just they're, they're just they're not. They just it's not they true. Are. White people are are mostly conservative. Mostly conservative, and this if is only white people. Not, voted, all right, come on. Would, all right, you have had two hours. Let me do this. I forgot where I was. What was I saying? Shut up. This <laughs> <laughs> moment, and he lost it. No, they, no. That we have we have we have research on that. White people, as he just said, are overwhelmingly conservative. There are numerous uh, mock-up electoral maps from past, you know, recent presidential elections where you can see the overwhelming red tide of uh, Republican states that would have just washed out any Democratic challenger in the last three or four presidential elections where it was only white, were, were it only whites voting. And we have numbers that show that uh, as the generations go, these immigrants stick to the left. And if you are, if you if you have an interest in the Democrat Party, if you're a liberal Democrat and you want to see them continue to win and rule over this country, you have an interest in these people coming in and replacing the bad thinking white people who vote Republican. Right. It's a coalition against white males. That is why we keep trying to ask you things about your opinions, because that that's the that's the only way that a lot of this stuff makes sense to do. Like if someone asked you, hey, yeah. do you think it makes sense for you to advocate for your own people? Well, Which if you're a member, if you're asking. a member, if you're a member of this group, this identity that you tried to deconstruct earlier with your Italians aren't white stuff, which is a great meme. But when we get down to brass tacks, it's just a meme. Um which you try to deconstruct earlier, it's, it makes sense for you to deconstruct that because maybe you like liberal Democrat policies and you want those to win at the ballot box. And the way you get those to win at the ballot box is to continue to turn red states purple with Mexicans. Um, why do you think that's the direction? Like, 
Why do I think the evidence is kind of the direction? All, all, all the numbers, all the research out there. Do you think so, it's impossible for like white people to like support, um, you know, equality? Equality is a lie. Anyone who believes it is lying to themselves. Yeah, but I mean, like I mean, there's no. It's, not, it's obviously it's not impossible because they do it. Hold on, hold on. You need it's to unpack that no, assumption. Wait, relax. Do you think it's like impossible to have like for a white person to sincerely like think? No, that Rush it is Limbaugh thinks everybody. No, Rush. Be undocumented. Right? Rush Limbaugh. Like, Rush Limbaugh. So, uh, I think it's cruel for uh, people to undocumented. That's why they should go back to Mexico. Yeah, they should go back. And they should be reunited with their family members. Mm-hmm. This year. What? Their children are American. No, they're not. Like, I wouldn't want to break their families. They were just they born here. Back. They're not Americans. They were just born within within they were an just artificial born within an arbitrary, an arbitrary border. line on a map. Yeah. They're not. They're not, not really part of. If you're talking about Opinions legality, but I don't have. Hmm? You're talking. You're talking about. Leg, are you talking about legality or are you talking about your opinion? Me. Yeah. What are you asking me? Are you what talking you about the legal status? Or are you talking about your opinion? So about you guys American? are saying that the reason that people that like uh, liberal Democrats or whatever want more immigrants to come to the country is so that they have more democratic voters. Yes, that's yes. that's it's the most obvious but, goddamn but, thing. I would, say, I would say it's one. It's one but, of many. But, I mean, that, that's one reason I mean, you might not believe that, but that's that, definitely I you should treat undocumented people. Well, because it's the right thing to do. Hold What's on. the right okay. thing to do? Wait, the right on. thing to do is to send them let back. Me, let me let me address it first. It's not the right thing to it's do not, for us, though. Think about uh, first of all. Think about the the language that's used here when you say undocumented peoples or undocumented immigrants. That assumes a lot about <laughs> these people. You have no data on at all. The proper definition, whether it, you know, hurts some feels or not is alien because you don't first of all you don't even know if they're here to immigrate they are (laughs) unknown peoples of unknown intent here for unknown reasons that's why they're (laughs) referred to as legal aliens we know the reasons come on so well, no, if you're multiple asking, reasons i mean you you want to be a busboy let let it finish i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead cool finish that so you're asking for empathy for unknown people here for unknown reasons, where do I even base that empathy? That's fucking stupid. <laughs> Here's the other thing, though. What about empathy for us? What about empathy for ourselves? Well, we're better off than them, Michael. So right. it's up to us I, to like, sacrifice it's not everything. Empathetic, look, it's not empathetic to the people that are already here. Exactly. To give all these rights Why and privileges to people that just waltzed across the border. It's, it's totally not empathetic. It's not fair to us. It's Why insane. Aren't you about that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the question of whether or not it's in our, in our self-interest or not is well, de- demonstrably in the negative. But that aside, though, why should I even have empathy for unknown peoples here for unknown reasons? Because they're people. Because Sam, why does hold on? But hold on, hold on. So but why people. does that matter? There's people everywhere. I, people all over the place. So are you saying all, all seven, eight billion people? On the earth should come to the United States of America because they're people. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Just why? I, mean, I hear like, there are people why, in Africa. Why, why? Why is existing a qualifier for me, like laboring on your behalf? I don't. Oh, what wow. are you asking? Say what? I don't understand what you're asking. <laughs> of course not. Okay. You say that we should show empathy. To these, I'll even grant you your own terms, illegal immigrants, 
here. Uh, and by empathy, I assume you mean we work to accommodate their existence and help uh, solidify them into our culture, right? Give them gibs. Sure, close enough. Okay. Why? That no, but that takes. Was that, that takes, an opinion? Did you say close that, enough? Well, hold on. That takes Sorry. that. That takes labor on our end. Yeah. Yeah. So why should I labor? Why For does the, it take labor? Because money's just believing. Because money just grows because, on trees. Just, because yeah. resource, yeah, like resources. Oh, you're are, saying that they depend on the state. Well, they do. It's they objectively do. They true. Just, yeah. that, it's not just the state. Listen, but the state. No, but ahead. like, even if they de- even if they de- even if they depend on the state, what the state depends on is our taxes. So it depends on us. And even if you want to, you know, make a talking point like, uh, you know, the illegal immigrants themselves don't get X, Y, and Z forms of of uh, welfareism. They they get welfare, and their children, their anchor babies, certainly their anchor get babies are how they many, get the welfare. Many. <laughs> Many forms of welfare, so they get yeah. welfare. Well, it's not just welfare. I mean, it's normal services too. I mean, where I work had to build new schools to accommodate uh, the influx of squatamons and whatever else came into the town and took oh. it over. They had to build, a, they had to physically build bigger buildings and raise everyone's taxes. All the and all the property taxes. Meanwhile, the, the quality come of their from, kids' education goes down. Well, right. I mean, white. There was just kids that don't fucking speak English. It know? was now white flight because who wants who wants to send their kids to school with people who don't speak the language? And all, so all you have left is this school district. That's basically giant homes owned by white landlords who are paying exorbitant taxes and collecting rent from these but, but, undocumented but, but, and or but, documented immigrants. And it's it's not that's just how it goes. But I mean, this story that you're telling is is something that you have to have actually lived and personally experienced it and not been in kind of an upper crust, upper middle class urban mm-hmm. environment where you're kind of insulated from the realities of right. this. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Is that what you assume I am? I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Where do you live? You live in Brooklyn, right? With a, it's not where I'm like from. That. Where are you from? I'm just as southern as the other guy on here. Okay. That's nice. Thank you. But here's the thing. We're getting into... <laughs> I still think we go too far afield when we get into these specifics. What I want to get down to is like the essence of... Of, of your people. And I thought that the, the question where I basically asked, like, do you understand the Latino that advocates for greater Latino immigration and rights and all that stuff? Like, that question was unanswered as well as the question of... Well, you just you, want you to know, make me a straw man. You're not actually... No, 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 no. But, but no, it's not a straw man. I'm asking you your opinion on that. It's, it's no, from a philosophical standpoint. I, I, am making, I am making a point and I'm using... Yes, I am using you as a foil. I'm not, I'm not imposing an opinion on you. I'm asking you, do yes. you think that the Latino, the Latino activist, the La Raza activist, or whatever it might be, whose single purpose in his political activism is to advocate for an increase of the number of his people in the United States. Do you think that, I mean, do you think that that is a justifiable and understandable thing for him to do? Now, you might be surprised, but I think it's an understandable thing for him to do. It's just, it's against my interests, so I oppose it, but I understand why he does it. Do you? 
Do I understand why he advocates? Yeah, why for is he doing immigrants? that? Sure. No, no, no. Why is he advocating specifically well, for she, his, well, his she own? Said, sure. She said, sure. Okay. She understands. So then do you understand why white people would advocate for an increase in the numbers and social positions of white people? You you do realize that showing empathy isn't that's an easy answer when you're you're I mean, shown you, this. Can you empathize with white people that want an increase and in a spread of white people? Uh, I can empathize with someone even if I do not agree with them. But why don't you agree with? Them? Why don't you agree? Do you agree with the Latino though? Um. <laughs> This is like this is like a, a hypothetical. You just want me to be a strong man. You want me to be. <laughs> no, like, no, we want. We want I, I, hold on, hold on. Ask two the questions. There's a there's a huge there's a huge there's a huge contextual difference between a hypothetical and a straw man. Yeah, a hypothetical is supposed to provoke th- a thought experiment. Yeah, this is a thought experiment. And, and and if and if and if you're assuming that your answer will make you a straw man, then you're not a straw man. You're. J- <laughs> you're just, I mean, you're just you, not going to sound very good. I think you don't want to answer these because you know that it will expose, uh, at least from our point of view, a double standard that you're holding. Uh, I think that's what you're thinking. And you don't want to do that, even though you probably think you're perfectly justified in holding this double standard. You think that there's a double standard that you hold or that we're going to jump down your throat if you say, yes, you know, I understand why the Latino does it. But I think the white person that does it is bad. Now, if that's not your position – then clarify what your position is. I'm my position is that uh, we should treat undocumented people with kindness and respect. I'll take that as a yes, Mike. That is my position. Are you? Are you agree that we should treat them with kindness and respect as we drive them back across the border? Drive them? Don't we have no. catapults? No, I don't believe that. Well, my question is: Wait, wait, wait hold on, hold, hold on. Religious? Wait, wait, stop. You don't believe that. Why don't you believe that? You think that? What do you think? I want to abuse these people? I want to beat them up? What do you think? Why do you think that's what I think you think? Because you said you don't believe that. I want to treat them with kindness and respect. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. So you? Oh, you don't want? You don't want us to drive them back across the border? Is that what you're saying? You, you think that? You think that? Like that? America is like base. And if people wait, like, wait, run on. across, like, you touch base. So you, so you don't think that they should be returned to their country of origins? Uh, if not, if they don't want to go, if well, they have, they don't, obviously they don't. Obviously they don't want to. Do if you they think came that here. everybody that wants to come to the United States should be allowed to? No, of course I don't believe well, in. Then, then why? Then what, why what? should the people that came illegally be allowed to stay? Well, we need them. For why? <laughs> no, why? We don't. We need them. What? This they're this gets interesting. Part what? of our society as you are. No, they're not. No, they're no, not. They're, they're no, they're not. They're not. They're what, what do we what do we need them for? Like specifically, like materially, yeah. how so do we benefit from be, them? Be very specific about what we need them for. They're part of our economy. Okay, really? so what I you're mean, saying is you're you want okay, to insource but you, but people. You, no, but people get laid off all the time. Yeah, but you also understand that the economy is not. <laughs> It's not if the more the the more workers you add, the greater it grows. That's a recipe for absolute disaster, and that's why communism failed in many countries because it's not I true. I think you guys talk about the white working class a lot. Do you identify as the white working class? Yes. No, you're, you're media. Yeah. I will say no. You're media. No. Do you I, identify as white working class? I certainly do. Oh yeah. Yeah, I certainly do. Yeah, I do. Yes. So you said do I, as in do you? No. I mean, objectively, no, objectively, we all are. I mean, okay, well, so, Seventh Son is petty bourgeois. 
Well, let me just inter- interject this. <laughs> like, you understand how unions work, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how does a union work? Oh, that yeah, I heard on your um, earlier podcast that you uh, thought diversity was a conspiracy to, or whatever, a plot to um, bust the unions. Well, it def- well that's yeah. one. That's one. Both. I mean, that's. That's whether whether or not it whether or not it's a conspiracy or not. That's that's, that's a firm ultimate point. They're like, <laughs> okay, so can you explain to us? Do you understand how a union works, basically? Uh huh. Like on a basic level, can you tell us how a union works? Are you familiar with like, the mechanism like, that makes a bargaining? Like what? Okay, so collective bargaining. So what is it that unions What's can the goal do? Of collective bargaining. What can they do that allows them to have this massive bargaining chip? What edge do they have yeah i've heard your thesis that that they are unable to organize when not everyone is like the same color no, 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 no you're missing like, my point. how is how do unions put pressure that's also what, like i mean what do they do they, before, they, they they boycott in order to raise prices right right they threaten a strike right yeah, and they, okay. that's how they raise the price for their work uh-huh okay so what they're doing is they're artificially restricting the supply of workers right do you grant that uh-huh. Okay. So how would it benefit wages and earnings if you just import more workers that are willing to do the job? Yeah, it's like a direct attack on wages. I mean, do you understand that? I mean, do you think that like corporations are supporting immigration and illegal immigrants out of the kindness of their hearts? No. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> would you would you grant yeah, nor do I right. Would you grant that outsourcing is bad? Like, is is outsourcing good or bad? I don't know. It's mixed, right? The results are mixed. Well, it's not mixed for the people who lose their job, right? Right. Do you support sweatshops? Well, but it is because they can buy more stuff. It's like, yeah, they lose their their income, they lose their job, but it's okay because now they can go to Walmart and get five DVDs for the price of one. And go on Wick and get a bunch of high-carb foods at Walmart. Get alarm clock for like 488. But I, I got it. <laughs> can I... Can I like, you get we can that 1488 back. jacket? That's, that's uh, a good looking jacket. We can, we can come back to this, but I wanted to, like, can I just dress something real quick? I, I think we have to. Uh, yeah, I think we got to finish this up. We got to finish this up. Okay. okay. Do you want to listen cool. to Chateau Artiste? It's hold funny. On. Well, we, well, hold on. We got, I would like Ghoul to finish his point. We got Chateau Artiste. We got Ghoul here. We got, we got Loritz on. Can you guys on. explain to me okay. why there's so many jokes yeah. about autism in the all right? No, okay, you're really about to find out. Hold on. Hold on. Let Ghoul finish his point. I'm sorry, Ghoul. Go ahead. You said that the thesis was that groups of people work less efficiently when they're of different color. That's what you That's said. That's what I heard you guys say on, okay. the, on the last show. But we've explained that race is not skin color, right? Uh, okay, whatever. Well, you say, okay, whatever. What does that mean? Do you not understand what race is? Um, I don't mean that. I'm not. I'm not meaning that. In a con- well, like I said before, it's taxonomy based on ancestry, and that comes. You know, that comes. That's a huge bundle. Not only uh, physical differences, but mental differences, and those physical differences are not limited to, you know, melon. Like it's 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 not limited to skin tone. It's limited to um, bone structure, brain structure, muscle structure, uh, uh, skin color. Uh, mental predispositions, uh, medical predispositions, 
a lot of things that we uh, objectively see happening. So when you like, I'm I'm curious what might you pay attention to. And say what? And but there's one thing that you pay attention to, and that was evident in your analysis of my gymnastics suite, which is skin color. No, it's not skin color. Skin color is a minor component of race. Then why are you so like, interested in it in that gymnastics tweet? I, no, I don't think anyone it wasn't here just said skin that. color that was the I didn't hear you guys talking you about You yourself things. admitted in the gymnastics tweet that Hold the on, body right. physiology was part of it. Yes. Among so you said it's not just skin color. There's other, there's yeah. multiple physiological differences. But it's not because of race. It's because of training. Yes, it is. No, it's totally because of race. <laughs> it's because of race. Why do you think black girls get bigger muscles? Look Dude. at the white girl in that picture is skinny just like the white girls in the other picture. Yeah, black girls objectively get bigger they're muscles they're because they have more testosterone. Make team. Who you realize that there's, there's physiological, morphological differences between black and white people. I'm just saying you guys are very interested in skin color. I don't know. I'm interested in creation. Are you, are you, do, you believe in, do you believe in evolution? Are you know what I'm are you, are you, Do you believe oh, in evolution? I'm interested in cremation. I know. Does she believe in evolution? <laughs> oh, evolution. Hello. The question. Evolution? Yes. I said yes. But yeah. you're a creationist when it comes to different yeah, kinds of people? You're mm. a race creationist, but everywhere else is evolution? People didn't evolve in different places for a long time? Different traits? It was just still, It was just about how much... Sunlight. The history of humanity is people like mass migrations across the continents. It's not like we were all the same like ten thousand years ago. So then, how, so then how do you hold it? So then how do you explain how different people look? How do you explain how you can? I mean, I can look at people's faces sometimes and, and tell what part of the world they're from or their, their lineage. How do you explain that if it's just all migrations? Because uh, the the body reacts to the environment. So do you like, think like an albino so black person Mate. just looks the same as a white person? Yeah, like if you have a black albino, he's going to be the same, just like me. It's not. You can't actually tell that that's a black person. He's going to like listen to Slayer and <laughs> wear like clunky boots in his twenties until he stops being so confused about who he is. It's too much. <laughs> so I, I mean, oh, I guess can we I, can could I go back to my original point. I was yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing now at the at the at that derailment. Um, so uh, you're convinced that race is skin color? Is that how you're convinced that this taxonomy is? Conducted? No, I think you are very interested in skin color, though. Why am I very interested? In you that skin so you're, you're trying to di- you're trying to mi- yeah, you're yeah, trying I, to minimize well, his hey, concern. Boy, and- hey, old boy, got all pissed me off. Shut up. I hardly talk, all right? Yeah, I'm, well, you know what I do too. We must secure the existence <laughs> of our people and a future for. I'm my a big children. guy. I'm interested in cremation. Ooh, that was a good one. All right. You say I'm very interested in skin color, but skin color has, like, absolutely very little to do with my view on race. So I'm wondering, why do you think that is? Um, Well, you didn't make any references to, uh, like, people with hair texture that's different from yours. You talked about black people. That's also like that's just as minor as skin color. That's why I didn't make reference to it. And when I say black, I don't mean black. Here's like the, this is the, this is the easy, this is this is the easy, this is the easy road to miscommunication, is that when you when you hear us say, black people, you assume that we mean, you know, hominids with, <laughs> darker, she doesn't assume that dark, she's with darker leather. Well, well. Even if she is bullshitting, I'm going to assume the premises because they don't matter. Like, this is what you're saying that we, you know, we assume. But 
It's not. We're using these terms because they're the agreed upon terms for people who are of in the, the parlance of our after. times. That's you should just pretend people, you just like know what we're talking about when we say black people. I just don't. I'm just that's just bullshit. Because it's a, way to minim- it's, it's, it's a way to it's, minimize it's, and turn it's, this it's, knowledge it's, into. It's this a, is a gist gallop. It's a it's a, it's a it's it's a way to minimize the knowledge you have and turn it back into ignorance somehow. It's just skin color. It's okay. No, it's okay. Even if it is ignorance, it doesn't matter because we can inform. No, no, no. She's trying to imply that your knowledge about race is ignorance. By saying, by no. referring to skin color, that's what you're understand. doing. You're trying to. You're I think, trying I think, to. I think that even I'm saying you want look, to have a that, scientific sheen on your ideas because superstition is not. Shut the fuck up! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on. You I want actually, to seem I, smart. You want to seem like you have science on your science side. Science is on our side. That's the it's point. That's why side. you have to cling to little, pretty but little lies like skin color doesn't Hold matter. on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Jeez. Let us... Let me Let me just communicate for a bit. <laughs> Please. Okay. And what, like, what... It, just go on. You, you're saying that I'm obsessed with skin color because why? Because uh, I don't know why I don't know you. Okay. I assume it's. Well, but but like, what have I said? What have, what, what what have I said that leads you to believe that yeah. I'm obsessed with skin color? Because I haven't nothing I've said with like, you know, the texture of hair or the the tone of skin that has nothing to do with squinty eyes. You know, the, <laughs> that has nothing. That has nothing to do with like the <laughs> ultimate you know, consequentiality. But you guys uh, have been trying to tie like. Visible those are those are minor like elements. Skin color to yeah, those, I mean those are from, obvious. From intellect to personal characteristics like well, individualism. No, I'm not. No, we're not. We're not saying if you have a darker tone of skin, you're going to be stupid. That's not what we're saying. There are certain. <laughs> there. there see, but here's the characteristics. thing. Characteristics. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like here's here's the thing, is that often people who just don't know how genetics work, they assume that you know, it, it say we're talking about. The I don't know the black race. Say we're talking about the black race, and they'll say, "Well, the black race doesn't exist because there's no you know black race specific genes that exist. Like this is the gene that makes you a black person." Well, that's not how genetics work. You'd have to be like you know twelve years old to think that was an argument, because genes are a product of uh, gene frequencies, not of specific genes building up like Legos to make you a person. So you have like you have this 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 being right that's a a product of, of gene frequencies and uh, these frequencies are not just mere skin tone and curly hair or whatever it's a library of predispositions uh, one of which is IQ that's why these uh these these IQ gaps exist between the races regardless of the Flynn effect or whatever it is you want to throw into the mix it's like there are very significant physical predispositions and mental predispositions between these races that are all absolutely correlatable to genetics. Last year, they found and they're correlatable to the, they're correlatable to right? the, the identifiable well, race on. category. Well, know, like they, 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 hold like on. all these different characters. They, you, you, your problem is that you're looking at people as if it's like 
there's like a, 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 a as Bulbasaur says, like a sandwich menu, and you can just pick, 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 and everybody's an individual <laughs> little special snowflake. You know, there's more pickles here, more lettuce here, whatever. But it's no people Build are holistic. People pickles. are holistic beings, right? It's like your whole being is is your essence, and and that's also how how like the genetic component works. Like you are. You are the frequency of the alleles in your cluster of phenotypes. It's, and it's like, and in fact, a person with dark skin and a wide nose and, you know, an extended prognathism and greater muscular density also has tendency for lower IQ, more testosterone and is more violent and impulsive. And that is an African person. Okay, and a white person is a person, you know, they happen to have lighter skin. But they've also got aquiline nose, you know, square jaw, whatever it might be. Those are the characteristics of the of the people in the in the white category. These are holistic categories. They're not like things you can break down into little components and everybody can be each equal in the other. No, like all these categories are holistic and then they ex the traits exist on a bell curve and those bell curves are are demonstrably separated from each other. And that's markedly different than just saying that we focus a lot on skin color. You see that, right? Yeah. Do, so you, do you you do see that? Three beans have been tied to IQ, right? That was like that came out last year. Pull up, pull up. You're gonna take everything they just said and just steamroll into the thing you tried to interject like five minutes ago. You're not Why gonna process not any of that. Myself. Well, I mean, I, it would be nice if you would be nice if you like if you gave Hold the on. illusion of that you're giving thought to everything that was just presented to you. I am thinking about what you're saying. I don't think you are. You just went right back yeah. to three genes. I mean, okay. But I mean, it, do you have anything else to add? Do you think to that, all that? Do you I think mean, that IQ is what, just something? What do you want me to is, say to you? I don't know something that something that lends it a little more credence than that was all just like window I dressing. Your analysis, okay. Okay, well, I'm you actually interested to hear this. So three genes like to hear this okay. with our analysis. Right. Three genes were tied to IQ. What? Yeah. What? I don't. What you, you mean you don't like the analysis? But look, that's okay. Same thing. What, what are the genes that we're talking about? Do the three genes. The three Girls genes. love genes. Talk, tell me about your genes. I can't wait to hear about your genes. Does it bother you <laughs> that I'm a girl? No. It's immensely. That was no, no way. That was just a cheap joke for a laugh for my, for my listeners. I don't know. Thank you've you. made a few of them. Okay, <laughs> I'll, shut up. Matter. Everyone shut up. Just, just do the genes. I'm sorry. Shit. Go ahead. <laughs> it doesn't hurt my We did the same thing to a man a couple weeks ago that we're doing. Your biases. Wait, so that's what you're telling us? <laughs> I, I need to examine so, Listen, hold up, hold up. Hold it's up. not because you're a girl, because we did the same thing to a man a few weeks ago. I listened to that. You were so nice to him. I couldn't believe it. We're being nice to you. We're, being nice we're to not us. being nice to I was. me. I, I, asked got, him, I, got, I really asked him, got really mad because you... Go ahead. I, I want to apologize for seven. I seven asked years. He was also maybe a little bit more open-minded than you are. You are all so I, angry. No, he just... No, well, it's just me. They're all good. I'm angry. Job. Okay, wait, wait, hold on. What, what, what did he do? What, what, what was, what was his thing? Who, Brendan? No, no. I want to know what her. She was about to say something about Brendan. What do you think about him? Oh, I said he did a great job. In, in what? What did he do? A great job. Uh, Receiving a new asshole. Talking to you about. Well, I don't know if I listened to the whole show. Talking to you about uh, everything that happened with Gawker, which oh. is like a very complex story. Um, it's not that complicated, actually. It was fun but listening to him get triggered over shit. It he was, was great. A, he was a good sport. I didn't good think sport. he got triggered. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he he got. He was pretty triggered. Uh, it, Did you read his article the next day? No. <laughs> he was. You don't think he was, was less brazen than you are with the. Yeah, he was a little. He was bit more embarrassed when he came to a contradiction and didn't yeah. have an answer. Yeah, he was a little more humble when he realized. No, I'm just not gonna play your game. 
Oh, you mean you're not going to have an honest discussion? I mean, here's the thing is that when we talk about these these differences between the races, we're not basing this off of, we're not pulling that out of our butthole. <laughs> yeah, but like, why do you think I haven't read about this stuff too? Because, because uh, you don't believe well, it. I would, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing: is like, I assume, why are you making assumptions about me that are true? <laughs> it's like, um, I, have I, you I read ass- about this I stuff? Assu- I have. Ass- I assume that you haven't read it because if you have it and if you're intellectually consistent, you would share the views. It's, it's 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 how evolution works. For example, there are a lot of creationists out there who just don't accept the evidence, and when you, so it, does, it doesn't matter. Have been tied to IQ, right? And yeah. you took a person who had the best possible combination of these three genes and compared them to the person with the worst possible combination. That person would only be two points smarter. Okay, you're talking about like that, like what? dominant genes versus recessive genes. That's what you're talking about, right? Wait, 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 wait. What? Where are you getting this from? It was a study from King's College. You want me to say it? To you? <laughs> yeah, from Kang College, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so it's they're saying that yo, if you got the same three genes. Okay, so I think what, what the okay, so assuming that this is that you're you're not mistaken about this study, what you think this shows is that IQ is mostly variable based on environment, right? Um I think the current science uh community holds that yeah. it's half. Hereditary, right? No, no, no yeah. the uh, the consensus. No, the consensus is that it's around uh, the heritability rate of IQ is 0. 0.7. Yeah, that's the plurality view. Yeah. So, do we want to move forward to a question or new one? Do or? maybe Chateau Artiste? I, I yeah, feel like we do Chateau Artiste. Let's I don't do see that. anywhere that we can <laughs> go with this. Hmm. Can so you what? guys tell me um, why there's so many autism jokes within this? Community? We're about to. Well, we're about to. You're about to understand. I mean, that. Yeah, if you want, we can just you know. We'll just yeah, play, play it, and then we'll, you we'll can play, understand we'll play you the, like, the new one. And I mean, it's really good stuff. Are you, so, I mean, have you heard of show, the show before when we do this? I haven't heard this part. You haven't heard. This All right. Song. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. We'll do uh, Chateau Artiste. Uh, we'll see you on the other side, people. And we'll be right back on The Daily Show. Welcome to Le Chateau Autiste. Isn't that neat? Kevin McDonald has missed the 800-pound gorilla in the room, namely the Aryan prepuce. <laughs> As Arya Kaplan revealed in its masterful commentary to the Sefer Yetzirah, the covenant of circumcision enables a Jewish male to employ his digits, toes, tongue, and circumcised membrum, 22 extremities in all, to write in a spiritual Hebrew alphabet. This ability is owing to the higher Neshima that is present in those of Israel, but lacking in the Aryan. Indeed, the circumcised Aryan is practically a spiritual cripple, This explains the very uncouth American redneck types. It is a blasphemy against Odin to circumcise in that he is the one-eyed, hooded lord of the gallows. Just as the Jew may draw spiritual power from the contemplation of the covenant in his flesh, so should Aryans befriend their foreskins. 
contemplating the wrinkled neck of Savitri Devi, or the nose of Julius Evola, or even the prepuce of he who was sent by our gods. Foreskin also helped the Aryan to masturbate and channel the real energies into semen, which is white, reorienting our race. This was discussed by Evola in his Grail book, and maybe Serrano in Nos. It is therefore vital that the circumcision status of alt-right figures be documented and exposed, perhaps as a new meme, such as the bracket notation. I am proposing the following. A right parenthesis with a vertical line followed by a left parenthesis represent the Aryan penis surrounded by a healthy foreskin. The right parentheses, followed by an exclamation point, followed by a left parentheses. Here is a circumcised Aryan, such a one not to trust, as he can be a traitor, such as Clinton. The zero, surrounded by three parentheses, well, that is a well-known symbol of the Jews. Also, the quote, three balls, which is equivalent to a pawnbroker. Certainly, I am not circumcised, but the Jews affect me indirectly, making the sciences too hard of understanding, which is stopping me from getting a girlfriend, because I worry that my penis is too small. Soon, I will be ready to circumcise myself and learn Hebrew. I would certainly welcome the genitals of Richard Spencer, but I worry his severe haircut means he cuts his penis. Also, I think the Amran guy is circumcised by the way he stands and his nose. Watch out that guy! I am sorry this post is long and rambling, but I want to encompass Kevin's penis in case he is fired from his job soon. for this week's installment oh, wow. of Chateau of Tease. That was intense, man. That was really intense. That was great. <laughs> so. You know, there's something to what he's saying. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's, that's why we had to feature it on here. Yeah. So there, was, there, wasn't, there wasn't, you know, there's a kernel of truth in there. There's a hidden message in there, guys. Yeah. I don't think it's hidden. Um. So, so basically part of the, the whole focus on autism is the fact that we've given them a platform with this, this medium. And so it, it's now front and center, I, th- I think is what we would say, right? I, yeah. I, I still don't understand it. I did it, and I don't understand it. Wait, what it, do you yeah, mean? I mean? It's just funny. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. You know when you yeah. explain a joke, it's not funny anymore? Yeah. That's just yeah. what happened just now. No, I, you can't explain it. I still don't get it. I don't get why it's funny. It just is. I mean, I that was fucking hilarious. That was, that was amazing. I couldn't explain to you. Do you think people who are in like 4chan and Reddit and other parts of the alt right world? The Reddit's not part of the alt right world. No, what it's not even remotely associated. Do you think with they struggle socially? I don't know. Some might. Some possibly. Yeah. Some may, but I have no idea. This is why we're going to do Chad nationalism. We're going to shape yeah. any of those any of those people up. 
I, I, think the, I think it runs the spectrum of different kind of social personalities. Yeah. There's some people that are real social and dominant, and there's some people that may be more nerdy and, and shy. Yeah. Like, if you look at other internet communities about, like, I don't know, football or whatever, like they don't have nearly so many jokes about that. Right? It's, like, a very distinct part of this culture. Is it? I had never heard. I had I'll never heard. For it. I had never heard. Uh, oh, are we doing? That? I've never okay. gone into a football community. So I haven't either. But I, I, all I can say is, before I was affiliated with the alt right, I had never heard an autism joke before, until I got here. So there's some. I don't know why, but I thought I thought it was because calling someone retarded had fallen out of favor, so now you call them autistic because you needed a no. replacement for her. Kind of like how you couldn't call anybody a faggot anymore. After a certain point. Well, people use it to describe themselves. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it used to be, like, tossed around in comment threads as an insult. Like, oh, what are you, autistic? You autistic neck, neck beard? And it's like, it was like, all right, so... Yeah, but there's that. a difference between the way the left uses autism yeah. and yeah. SJWs use it versus the way it appears. Right, in. right, right. I mean, that's how, that was when I first started seeing it. Can you explain the difference? The left is all about the puzzle piece and hugging and all that, and, and we actually try and give them a space to speak and actually kind of engage us, and, and we don't keep them safely away and kind of and, 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 and kind of insulate them to make them these fake objects, which is kind of like what leftists do with all these things. Kind of, kind of going back to the whole discussion about illegal immigration, because in a leftist viewpoint, when you think of, a, of, of illegal immigration, you think of the crying you know, white presenting people that are downtrodden and, and you can really, you can identify with that when that's not exactly the way it works in reality. So there's a, di there's, there's a difference in how we perceive reality, fundamentally. And do you think that's why there are so many jokes about being like a neats or whatever? Well, well that's, what we, just, that's what we aspire I mean, to be. Here's the thing. You I don't think we need to, like, I don't think we need to overanalyze. This is just funny jokes. Yeah. We, aspire, we aspire to be neats, then. That's our end goal. We, we want to be neats. I would love to be a neat. Yeah, I want to be God a neat. Yeah. That's, that is the lifestyle that we would all desire for ourselves, but we have to be wage cucks, unfortunately, and yeah. that's part of the struggle. We want to become donation cucks, but until we can swing that. Well, that's not being cucked. I know. I'm just joking. Come on. I'm altering the meme. Pray don't alter it further. That didn't work either. I'm sorry. I mean, to, to be like more honest, like with autism and the alt right, it's like okay, the person's intelligent and they have good points, but they're they're kind of autistic. They're they go to an extreme with it. That's people, like people get hyper focused on. Yeah, they get really hyper focused. And socially like maladjusted. What's up? Uh, like, can you give me an example? Well, you okay. just heard an example. An, exa an example that you're probably more familiar like, with. No, 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 no. Imagine, the, the Chateau Artiste well, no. was an example. Like, right. People believe that. Yeah, that was somebody actually posted Somebody wrote that. that. Somebody wrote that comment in earnest somewhere, and yeah. we just had somebody read it. That wasn't a joke, yeah. Oh, that's what that was? Yeah. yeah. That's a comment from what? A blog post? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure where that was harvested and sent to us, and we had somebody, yeah, somebody record it. Somebody got it on their site. <laughs> okay, some, so do you, some, do you realize Some random all, schmuck. Do you realize a lot of our humor is extremely self-aware? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what that's about. Yes. So. Um, I don't. I don't see it often with like leftism, but I would assume like I mean like here's an like an example you probably be more familiar with it would be, you know, uh, viral videos of say you know deranged 
you know, college and woman going around where they're saying th- something like, sex is in itself an act of rape. Mm-hmm. Like, screaming that out of people. Like, the more intellectually honest leftists can look at this, at, can look at this kind of behavior and laugh at it. Yeah. Okay. The same way that, like, we can look at, <laughs> like, you know, what well, we just stupid behavior at. on our end and laugh <laughs> at it. So, yeah. I would really like to talk to Bulbasaur. Well, I mean, I, the, I guess the final yeah. question, I mean, because we're always because when I listened to Brendan's interview, the final question was basically, what would it take for you to seriously consider our position and, and, and consider actually adopting our viewpoint? And I, I'm, that's the question I would bring to you, Al, because it seems like it's kind of winding down at this point. What would it take? What would you have to see? What would you have to experience? In order to seriously consider these viewpoints, and not just on an uh, the, the the objective, whatever, for you to adopt this viewpoint, what would it take? I I know you don't believe me, but I do take you seriously. But I, I don't agree with you, and those are two different things. But okay, so what would it take for you to agree with us? What would you have to experience in your real life? Like a personal anecdote of what exactly? What, what, what would you have to yeah, read? Something, what something, would you have to see? Something that causes an emotional connection to the data. Like, I mean, uh, everyone... I I'm have just, been a victim of crime, but it was by a white person. Okay. Really? What was the crime? Uh, this, like, crazy guy stopped my family for many years. It's hmm. uh, unfortunate. That's terrible. I have also worked in a factory. I've also lived in a diverse place and I've lived in a very white place. Okay. And, 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 and that's interesting. And you still came to kind of a, you come to a point where you're not going to, you're not going to lay out what you believe. I understand because you're whole, you're trying to maintain, you know, the objectivity, but you at least agree that you disagree what you're, you're coming out and saying that you disagree with us. So what would it take for you to at least entertain the idea that you don't not even have to accept it come to the point where it's palatable to you to entertain what that like america should be all white yeah sure yeah but i don't i don't believe that what right but right, is there right. any situation in which you could i mean what would can this, you see yourself what, ever we're, we're asking you to do a kind of an abstract experiment here and just yeah. Think of a like, I can tell though. you. I can tell you what would make me think uh, the way you do. Okay. What would make me think the way you do would be actual evidence that, in fact, race and ancestry uh, and biology do not affect social being. Yeah. So that we are all the same social beings, and we can all relate together in a state of equality and um, empathy and. Uh, you know, nationhood, brotherhood together as different races and ethnicities. And I, if, I, if it was demonstrated to me that that was the case, then I would believe I, I would be I would be instead of just fooling myself because I was taught that this is what I was supposed to believe in school. You know, if the, if I was actually sort of empirically demonstrated that that was the case, then I would I would I would be a believer. And I in think what you claim to believe in. And I think most of us would go out on the limb and at least tell you that if that could be proved, if you could prove that diversity is a net benefit on society. If you could prove that Star Trek is real, we'd be on board. 
I would be on board. I, don't, I can't speak for everyone here, but I know most of us would say, yeah, we'll be on board in a second. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a big Star Trek fan. I love yeah. the diversity on Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but in Deep Space my, Nine is the best one. It had a black captain. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. So but so I, I again, after kind of offering that olive olive branch here is can you sit there and honestly answer us if there is there any way that we could get through to you that that you would agree with us or at least accept our position is not completely beyond the pale shameful as i've seen you write on you know at the new republic you know you said that, that, say that uh let's see from 31116 why donald trump is hillary clinton's dream opponent you know, I, no, I, I'm sorry. The 525, the, the May 25th article about nothing about Trump matters but the racism. Yeah. Now, I mean, you you say it's a shameless position. You compare it to to Goldwater, Goldwater's campaign, and you yeah. Say, the point is that it doesn't matter that Donald Trump is a big showman. Like all that matters is is, is what you call is what is the thing that you call racism, which is what we agree with, is that we want to kick Mexicans out of the country, and we want to keep Muslims from coming in. So yeah. what would it take for you to not see it as shameful? You you don't not even agreeing with it to come to the point where it is a valid position beyond not beyond the pale. Well, can I first say why I believe what I believe? Sure. All right, the reason I brought up this personal experiences is that right there's kind of this implicit idea that I was taught in school that diversity is good and that I have not encountered reality. And I'm telling you guys that my experiences with reality are why I believe what I believe my very broad experiences. So you weren't, were you, but you were taught in school that diversity is good though. <laughs> One school, not the other. One of my schools is in the very rural South. But they teach the same things nationwide. I mean, they teach the same, I mean, no, it's what, what do they teach you in the rural South? Um, in the rural South, the rural South, I had a eighth grade history teacher who handed out the Clinton body count. You guys know what that is, right? It's a, it's a list of like 30 people Clinton supposedly had murdered. Did murder. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I mean, but Clinton, Um, I mean, sure. And when I was in, you know, I mean, did he teach you that black people were inferior? Um, he taught that uh, Republicans for, were for white people and Democrats for, for black people. I find that extremely hard to believe. Yeah, it's I mean, too, that's, that's too true for the education that's system. Like object, that's objectively true, but I find it hard that a, te- that a school teacher would, would say that. But whatever, you know, we'll take your word for it. Um, I appreciate that. Okay, I mean, that's possible. Do you agree that the school curriculum today is one of teaching children that diversity is great? Uh, I, I assume so. I don't have any experience in that, and I haven't done any reporting. But I assume so, yeah. Okay. And your experiences with diversity are you lived in you know, a neighborhood where there was also people of color, I assume? Mm-hmm. They, were, they were nice to you? Yes. Okay. Uh, can I interject real quick? Of course. Sure. Uh, I was just going to ask you here at the end of all things, uh, do you ever examine your own biases? Of course. And do you think that there would have any correlation between these biases and the fact that trust in the media is at an all-time low? 
Um, when was trust in media ever high? Well, it's always been higher than now, is what I'm getting at. Um, I think that's a difficult... Are you asking me... So are you... You think the trust in media is low because... No, I know it's low because we have stats on this that came out this week. No, but, but what do you think is the reason? Because liberal bias. Because people don't trust the media anymore. So there's clearly something untrustworthy about your conduct. Yes, and I'm asking what you think that is. I think liberal bias is part of it, yes. Okay. Um, that's probably... Oh, it's got, there's a, a weird feedback now. Um... Yeah, I'm hearing your feedback. Mm, I'm hearing that too. You might turn be your gain better. Turn your gain down. Try okay, now. It might be. It might be lower if he's not muted. Yeah. Try now. Uh. Okay. That's yeah, better. Um. But it, I don't think it's pure liberal, like party line Democrat. I, there's definitely. It's like ninety percent. People. Well, it's, how, it's not well very, do you know anybody that's can, that's not a Democrat? And that works with you? Yes. But it's not a, it's not a leftist? Yes. Oh. So, sorry, can I butt in? Um, so, to what would you then attribute the vast um, discrepancy between trust from the Republican side and trust from the Democrat side? Are we just ignorant on the right? Well, I think that the campaign to say that the liberal, that the media is liberal has been very effective. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I, I frankly I just don't really, buy them. You, I think you realize it was a New York Times piece about how they had to do away with any like semblance of objectivity because Trump is such a dangerous candidate. But the New York Times also had to apologize for like cheerleading the Iraq War. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that was the result of liberal bias? Well, there's <laughs> a result of a certain kind of bias. What kind of bias could that be? I can't imagine. Who, who could be biased in favor of such I would a like to actually get into that because that's kind of a funny... But anyway. But neither, so, neither L, so you, 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 know, you mentioned being in a diverse neighborhood, working a blue-collar job. Mm-hmm. Now, do you believe that yours is the only experience possible if they for people who work in a blue collar job um, do you if you say that that is formative for your position mm-hmm. are you admitting that there could be a situation where you could say have a if you had to do an exposé or do journalism in the blue collar field mm-hmm. and you experienced something do you believe that there could be such a situation that would shake that view that that diversity is supported by experiences in the blue collar sector in diverse neighborhoods. If you ever went and covered, say, crime, criminality in the in diverse neighborhoods and urban areas, I mean, do you think that seeing things there might shake you? Because, uh, yeah, let's just stop there. Do you believe that 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 could? Are you holding out the possibility that you could experience something that would shake your current position? Um. First, let me say that I think when people see, when say like a, when a white person sees a white person commit a crime, they think they do that because they're a bad person. And when they see a black person commit a crime, they think that's because they're black. I think. What that, do you think that, the significance of that is? 
Um, I mean, I actually agree with you, mm-hmm. but um, do you ever think so, about the significance of what you just said? Um, yes. So, can you do? You, but outside, can you, do you think about the significance? Let me. Uh, outside, let me let me uh, get this yeah. pointed. Can you understand why I would also understand what you just said? Yes. What do you? Why do you think that I understand that? Why do you uh, think it's I, my understanding that uh, oh shoot um, that you uh, think identity matters and that it is impossible or very difficult for people of different ethnic identities to live together. Yes. Um, so it's it's right. not surprising to me that a white person collectively judges somebody from another race and individualistically judges someone from his own race, and I think other races do it too. So, but and my, I think that's my one of the gaps. That's one right. of the, that's one of the gaps that happen. That's one of the the breakdowns in social life that happens with diversity. So it's my view that society would be better off if we let go of those biases and right, but, clinging more tightly. Okay, okay. So you would you would you agree that these things exist? By, so yeah. where we disagree is that you have an you have an idea that some kind of social engineering can rid people of these sort of I see I think these these kinds of things are inherent. I think they're part of who we are as people. I don't think they can be programmed out of us. I don't think that people are uh, you know, a blank slate that can be programmed the way you want. I mean, I think people can be trained to say certain things and possibly even believe certain things based on the fact that those things will get them by, get them through life, maybe increase their social status, which is, I think, the reason why people parrot liberal talking points. But I don't think that fundamentally people will change the way they behave because we see that no matter what, white flight is still a thing. The most liberal people pull their kids out of school when the school gets filled up with black kids. Um, you know, th- so, I don't think that these are things that I don't think that. The, and the other, the other thing is this. Why is it a moral imperative that people sort of, quote unquote, get beyond these things rather than just accept that this is part of our humanity and create the best possible conditions? Um, Why do we have to get beyond them? Like that's that seems an odd moral position to be inserting with like no real basis for that. So uh, I think we can learn to maybe not let go of all of our biases, but most of them. Right. Why should we? Why is that? Why is there a moral imperative to do so? Well, I like diversity. Okay, but why? You're just one person. I mean, there's a whole lot of other um, people. But but I have another question related to that, which is okay. I read this a lot that um, there's this idea that liberals believe what they do because of virtue signaling, and that like. That they don't actually believe in diversity or whatever. Well, no, I, I think they do believe in it, but they also like to virtue signal. The two things are symbiotic. But do you think that the this sort of fixation that this is the result of of trying to seek social status and not what people really believe, do you think that is related? Well, I, I think that they really believe it, but it's also an attempt to seek social status. I think people can make themselves believe things that give them social status. Just like, um, for example, Facebook can make themselves believe that it's because they care about diversity that they want to import 100,000 foreign workers. However, it also happens to be that they can push their employees' salaries down 20%. But it's more comfortable to believe that I love diversity. You see what I mean? So Sheryl Sandberg and Mark Zuckerberg walk around carrying both ideas at the same time, although they mute the idea that, hey, we're doing this so we can push our employees' salaries down, and they kind of prop themselves up on the idea that it's because we love diverse cultures. You know, um... So people have this sort of way that they can, they, these things can work in tandem. 
this fixation on like status, like believing in um, a political idea for the sake of status. This is like a, a this is. It seems to be that you're very defensive on this issue. Well, I th- no, I think it's really interesting, and I, I, why is this the case? Well, you, you interject interesting, but you mean something else yeah, by that. I wonder if it's related to the, you know, there's there's um, on on the on the boards, there's so much talk about uh, struggling socially. Um, well, okay, I, I can actually answer this. I think it's because many people see their views as related to maybe their lack of social status or their need to hide their views in order to maintain social status. And because, as we say, identity is important and oftentimes it's difficult for people to put themselves in someone else's shoes and empathize and understand where someone else is coming from, that they assume that there's something disingenuous going on and that you must be doing it simply because you're rewarded socially for doing it. Uh, My position, I think, is a little more nuanced in that I think that people do do things for social rewards, but they also can convince themselves that it's true. So the two things kind of work together, if you know what I mean. Like your mind has a way of making it so, yes, I really, hey, look, I'm rewarded for these beliefs, but no, I really do believe them too, you know? And so I don't think that people are lying when they say, oh, I like diversity, Um, except sometimes I'm doubtful depending on where they live that they really do. But um, certainly there are people that are disingenuous about liking it and just saying so. But I think there's also people that maybe really believe that they like it and also say, I mean, people say these things for status. That's true no matter what. So the question is, do they also believe it at the same time? And I think it's true. Sometimes they do. But do you think this um, fixation on social uh, status? As so you're trying to do like a Freud thing, like these people are low status, so they're obsessed with how you get high status. Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. There might be something to that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm not a Jewish psychiatrist. Wow. So well, I can't analyze. I'm not analyzing. <laughs> would would you, L? Would well, you say? I, mean, I, I would I, say. I don't, no, you go ahead. But, I was going to say that probably you would suffer more socially by breaking from the herd on that. So there's there's some uh, people yeah to keep going that direction. But also the people that the people that obsess with the status signaling narrative are people that have broken from the herd and have either suffered socially or fear suffering socially. So it's understandable why they would be focused on that. Can you you agree with they are suffering socially because of their political views and not the opposite that they adopted? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. People will suffer socially for these political views. So if somebody tells me they have suffered socially for their political views, I believe them. Can I interject again? I mean, I know that if I came out oh, as who I am in my social life, in my work life, I would be ostracized. So well, if somebody tells me, yes, I suffer socially because of my politics, I believe them. I wonder, yeah, Laura, what do you yeah. got, Larissa? So uh, pulling it back to where we were like three hours ago or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, okay, so so I'm just going to say it. Gas to kikes, race war now. There, I just broke Norwegian law. Will there be social ramifications if I'm caught doing this? Yeah, up to Jesus. three years in prison. Of course it has ramifications, what we do. We don't do it because it's fun. It's not a very fun position that okay, we but hold. What, what she's saying is, do you think there were already people that were social rejects that adopted these beliefs? That's what you're saying, right? I don't mean it. They were already social rejects, so that's okay. why they. That's why they. Maybe that's what you're saying, though, right? I mean, I wouldn't say rejects, but well, people who yeah, are not but, as naturally. Right, come on. Yeah, you know, but let's be honest. Easy. You're saying people that don't fit in. 
yes, but I don't mean it in a derogatory way. Like okay. I like I don't mean that to be mean. He like, doesn't I mean just, gas the kite strike race war now in a derogatory way either. I'm looking at all the jokes about autism, right? And and I'm just wondering, are these things related? And I'm act, I'm, yeah, act- I'm granting to you that it is possible. Okay. Yeah, but that's also, in my in my opinion, you know, beliefs are true. You know, they stand on like if it's true, it stands on its own. The fact that a lot of autistic people, like let's say you're right, let's say a significant amount of socially awkward autistic people adopt these beliefs in order to cope with their autism and social awkwardness. That still doesn't mean the beliefs are false. I mean, if they you, can be supported, they can be supported. And you can easily psychoanalyze any position, any yeah. political. It, it, like we can unpack the yeah, you know you the statements you've made earlier, L, about you know altruism, and we could kind of go in there and try and and make it look like the whole reason you hold your view is because you have a really perverse and twisted form of altruism, and it's probably formed by family or something else in your life, and that's unfair. And we wouldn't. What's altruism? <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Um, basically, you're you're sort of trying to to pen this label that we might be social rejects or or whatnot. But inevitably, if you boil it down enough, everyone's got insecurities that they're insecurities that they're sitting on. So, really, what you should be asking, like, is there a common denominator here that we're all falling back on and there is but i don't think it's insecurity or or not fitting into society because i'm perfectly well adjusted there are but there are some people that are are, maybe aren't right and and but the other thing i would say is that look if there's some people that maybe aren't socially well adjusted and they come to this belief system for whatever reasons maybe because they're not socially well adjusted and maybe they're thinking about, hey, you know, if a society was different in this way, then I would be embraced, then I would be part of things. I mean, those are all completely possible. But it's also like, we can have empathy for those people, because maybe if we did have an ethnic state, where our empathy wasn't, you know, soaked up, caring for all these, you know, minority groups that that aren't like us, we could have more things for, for people that are, you know, feeling socially outcast like that. And so they might be perfectly right. And maybe they're perfectly correct. And hey, society would be better for me if this was uh, if this was an ethnic state. Now so, I would get more of society's empathy. I, I, I guess a, a final question for you, L. Do you feel like anything we've said here has challenged you? And and you 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 can say no, and we're not going to heckle you. It would I, we would see. It, just answer honestly. Do you feel like anything said here? in the past three hours has challenged you something you're going to think about okay first let me say i appreciate you answering the autism question seriously um so thank you um challenged me mm. i don't know guys like why do you got to do the anti-semitic stuff like it's a real like why, they gotta why? Do, why do they got to do the anti-white stuff okay so that wait hold up that's that's, <laughs> that's the that's the breaking point for you no, listen, like... Israel must be wiped off the face of the earth. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, can I answer that for you? Can I I'm just Jewish. give you a very short answer? Because it's taboo, that's why. Well, I know. But do you okay, guys... Well, you know, but I don't think you do. Well, I do know. No, this is another thing that I'm very interested in 
Maybe you'll. You want to come back it. next it's week and we can talk about the JQ? Yeah, we, we can't. We can't go into more. It's too deep. We're, we're, topic, we're way out of time with that. Yeah, yeah but did you, you do you guys think you trolled yourselves into believing like the the anti-Semitic stuff, no. right? Like you no, post no, so that many that's, that's memes a whole, that like, whole other can of worms. Right? So, we can do that so another time. I mean, there's a reason why that's the that's there's a reason why the thing that's the thing you never touch. I'm sorry. What were you saying, Bulbasaur? So so I mean I. I really could care less uh, about the JQ right now. I've got my own, you know, all that aside, has anything that we have said challenged you in, in such a way where you're going to think about it and not just kind of wash us, you know, kind of wash your hands of this. You know, I, I had an encounter with the race. It's kind of like what Brendan did the next day. Are you going to go to your friends and say, yeah, I, I, I had like a completely unprofitable discussion with these racists. They avoided our, my question. All they did was troll me. D- did any of this come through as serious discussion? Or are you going to wa- wash this away as just trolling? So I think that, uh, the, uh, immigration and labor discussion is like a really complicated issue. Right. And it, I don't think it is purely racism versus not racism, right? Like pure open borders is not racist and opposing some immigration is racist. Like, I don't believe that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so, I mean, I do think that there hasn't been a good debate uh, in the U.S. in like the last twenty years, about how this has affected mm-hmm. people who live here, right? Yeah. But I do not. I like. I do not think you should treat people cruelly because they look different from you. But no one, nobody's I talking know, about I doing know, that. I know. You, I know. Like. You don't see it that way, right? But 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 you do, but I, you see it that way. So you wait, see what we're saying is that is what you're saying. Do you think that? Do you think that denying people of other races access to white people is cruel? Well, I think that. I mean, because that's essentially what we're talking from, about. What's the difference between the United States and Mexico? White I think people live people here. People from all over the world have made America what it is, and that you can't and just say like, to. okay. Let's just we just don't believe that's that. just a lie. I mean, you that's a, that's a pretty that's like, a pretty lie. That's a new idea that's spawned good stuff, right? But also like we don't care about what America is right now. We're talking about our people and and essentially the difference between America and Mexico is there are white people that live here and there aren't white people that live there and that is why this is a more attractive place for them to come. So you essentially think it is cruel to not allow people of other races to live around white people. I mean, that's what you think is cruel. You think denying them access to ourselves is cruel. And compounding uh, on that, I uh, just want to interject real quick. I mean, Sorry. W- do you think if I say as a white person, think about this for a second. Sorry. Go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was just going to underpin your point by the fact that, you know, by most most metrics, Norway is a better place to live for people than the United States. We live longer, better education, better health, more money. But we have a vastly different political system, a vastly different racial composition. We're mainly white, like by vast majority. So it's clearly not not something pertaining particularly to the foundation or the ideas and principles that America is founded on. There must be something more or perhaps Norway is just a fluke. 
So yeah, but I mean, Norway has a whole thing, a bunch of things that we want in this country. Like Norway has a, you know, a social safety net. Norway has uh, nationalized health care. You know, all these things that are possible in a situation where you have people in a hom- homogeneous society. You know, in you a high have, trust society. Yeah, you can have these high yeah, trust social. Yeah, I mean, see, what you're saying is interesting to me, right? Like to you, like you, I mean, and please, can I just finish this? All right. So like, yeah. I. You want a bigger social safety net, a better healthcare system, right? And you think the path to that, and that people oppose that because it benefits black people, basically, right? Like, well, that's definitely why most people in the United States, it might not be conscious, but that's, yeah. And like, but they don't want to be subsidizing another race, right? And so instead of thinking, like, hey, just like don't be so racist so we can all have this really good thing. Your position but that's not the reality. That's not, that's not even the thought process. Don't be so racist. We can't have. We can't well, have all the. We can't all have the great thing because. But, of we, them. but the thing is, our view is empirically correct because yes. they will in fact destroy. Like I will not vote for a social social healthcare system in a diverse country. I'll be more than happy to vote for it in an really? homogeneous society. Yes. Why? And the re- because do you already know the burden? That minorities put on our healthcare system as is. No, and I don't think that you do. And we're going to have a segment where Alex can talk about that. Sorry, those are really not good ambulance drops. <laughs> I mean, do you do you know that that every black person is a net drain of seven thousand dollars on our economy? Uh, yeah, we we have the math for that. We can, yeah, we, we, we could totally get into that. Yeah. Guys, I mean, seriously, I would, seriously I though, guys, I mean, we, we, we got to... Shut it all down! Shut it all down! We, we got to... We, got <laughs> we, well, we do, we do. I want to just add a last thing here. That oh, my maybe, God. Everyone's adding their last thing. I'm getting, yeah, we are, I'm getting like, ad, here's the thing, cooked. And I think we've, we've touched this before, but, like, the thing you got to understand about the all right is a lot of us, particularly me, Mike Enoch, Ghoul, we debate and have dealt with leftists and had our Socratic dialogue with them for like five years now. Like we're yeah. accustomed to this yeah. and probably you're not exposed to that kind of environment where you're just used to constantly fighting for your views or yes, getting that kind of debate. Are you really like, yeah, do you I've actually debate about. people? Like what would your typical adversary be? Well, up, this is up here is different, but why is it, this uh, is not you, where you I say it's at. different, but why is it different? There are more liberal people up here. I mean, obviously. But that's not how I was raised. Do you think that you just adopted your views as like a, you know, rejection? We already adopted the liberalism. As what? Do you think that you decided to become liberal as kind of like a, I don't know, daddy issue kind of thing? No. Okay. No. But it was fun to, like, make my teachers angry. Okay. Which is so, another okay. So then, why, yes, okay. All right. Which is another reason why I find the alt right interesting, right? Especially oh well, how did you how did you make them angry? Yeah, well, I mean, you you your views are all the correct views. I mean, I don't. Who did you make angry? Well, I know you guys don't believe this, right? But not every public school in America is um, liberal, feminist, whatever. We don't believe that, but go ahead. Feminism also isn't really an issue for us, just so you know, like, right. it's not really, yeah, it's not really. I'm, not, I'm not like all buttered about it. No. Like, I don't, I'm actually not really particularly huge on, you know, gender inequality. And in fact, we do see that white societies are the most gender equal in the world. The Scandinavia particularly. 
okay. the whitest countries. Okay. All right. All right. So we need anyway, to wrap up. We need to wrap. We got to do the get to the merchant minute, and I I do want to. We need to talk to Bulbasaur for a couple minutes afterwards. We can make this a so five-hour show up. I can't. Call the ambulance. We're we're done. Done. Call the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. thank you. We're can I have one more question? Son of a bitch. Okay, go ahead. Since you stayed up really late in a foreign country. It's quarter past five here. Thanks. Holy shit. Sorry. Are you willing to God damn it. Are you willing to concede that there might be biases you hold, which keeps you from seeing this argument objectively? Um, Are sure. you willing to concede that? All right, sweet. Okay. Now, do you see how this is a pretty successful method for getting people on board with our cause, so to speak? No. You don't. You don't. You don't see how no, engaging no, someone guys, personally. If you want people to sign on, like stop the like anti-Semitic stuff. Like no one's ever gonna like that. Like, really? It's what? It's really I like it. We've exploded we by six hundred percent in five years. Well, like, you want? What? You, I'm sorry. Like, I I just like yeah. That? We're not talking like becoming. I, I completely disagree with that. First of all, I mean that's not what he asked you. He asked he me if this was an effective method. No, he's talking about, about us like, doing what we did to you. Anti-Semitic, like Joe. yeah, you're 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 going off a total different digression here. But I would like I to hear your, our Norwegian your, friend continue to examine. The fact that you bring up is interesting, but yeah, you didn't actually answer what he said. Well, the question yeah. you you've been sort of trying to trying to find out or trying to answer here this entire night was basically what makes the alt right so appealing, and I'm saying what we just what you've just sat through for the last three hours. Do you not see how this would be a successful method for converting someone to your message? Actually talking to them for an extended period of time and taking them seriously. Um, for me? You mean like for winning someone like me over? No, you're not the objective. In general. Um, yeah, but yeah, we didn't expect to win you over. You're a foil for us so that we can win others over. Right, yeah. exactly. Like other people I listening to I this. I really gonna... answer that question because I wasn't here as like a potential convert. I was no, here that, that you don't have to be a potential convert to yeah. answer the question. That, I mean, we're we're giving away the game here. Like right. it's people that are listening that are important. Yeah, right. Um, okay. I, well, that is certainly true. Um, also, you're right. objectively wrong on the other issue. <laughs> Do you think? I mean. But we can go into. All right. All right. Reeve from Vice, thank you very much for joining us and doing this. Thank you for sitting through <laughs> all of our trolling and and uh, me losing my temper and all this fun stuff that we did tonight. We really appreciate it. Um, hopefully, it's been a again. great show. Uh, yeah. I hope she comes back. It's been a good time. Yeah, right. it's better, I, better than our last interview. I, I will. I will say, L, you you're you're impressive. I, I am impressed. You 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 took it. Oh, thank right. you. You've been, you've been a great sport. I would love to see you right. make another appearance. All right. Yeah, All right. So with that, you. let's uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll do the Moichin Minute. The Daily Show Up. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks. Do you hear the people re-singing the song of Nazi frogs? It is the music of a people who will not be cucks to wogs. When the building of the the beating of the drums, liberal tears will freely fall when November comes. This is the Merchant Minute. 
Donald Trump Jr., the son of Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump, attacked Hillary Clinton, saying positive media coverage is the only thing keeping her presidential campaign viable. Trump stated during an interview that the media treats Clinton far differently than they treat his father. This is obviously true. Cell phone video of Hill Dog collapsing gets out and the entire media starts trying to explain it away. I mean, it was 78 degrees outside. That's literally a nut Shoah. Can you believe carbon <laughs> dioxide is doing this? Oil companies should be ashamed of themselves. Donald of House Trump, the second of his name, firstborn of the God Emperor and trueborn heir to the Oval Office, continues, the media has been her number one surrogate in this. Without the media, this wouldn't even be a contest. But the media has built her up. They've let her slide on every indiscrepancy, on every lie, on every DNC game trying to get Bernie Sanders out of this thing. If Republicans were doing that, they'd be warming up the gas chamber right now. Holy shit. Now, I know you're all spurging out over the fact that it's ovens that you warm up, not gas chambers, but it turns out that Donald Trump Jr. was actually correct. You see, you can't just put people into a cold gas chamber after they've been doing recreational swimming in the Auschwitz pool. It's inhumane. The gas chamber should be warmed up to at least the temperature that supposedly caused Hillary to lose consciousness. That's downright comfy. Then you're walking into the gas chamber to shower off all the Jewish piss that was in the pool, and you're not shivering at all. Autistic pedantry aside, let's ask the important questions now. Is Donald Trump Jr. one of us? Goobble gobble? Remember, this happened mere days after he sparked a media chimp out by posting a rare Pepe. This isn't a turn of phrase that normies use, but it's the sort of metaphor that someone on the alt-right would use instinctively, says Zeiger at the Daily Stormer. It's language that immediately sends signals to both Nazis and Jews, but normal people wouldn't even understand what he's talking about. So this remark is either a very calculated stunt to get media Jews riled up about nothing, or an innocent comment by someone who's hiding his power level. Either way, we win. Either we're pleasantly surprised in 2017, or we just get to drink liberal tears until we overdose on estrogen. <laughs> and in Australian Jewish news... Shit, we don't do a lot of Australia news, do we? Australia deserves to be mentioned by the alt-right for reasons other than just talking about how aboriginals aren't even human. So here we go, you fucking cants! The principal of a private school in Alice Springs has apologized after a student who came to a book week assembly dressed as Adolf Hitler was named as being among the best dressed. I can't imagine why that would upset anyone. Maybe they're worried about this being perceived as an endorsement of Hugo Boss. The principal of St. Philip's College, Roger Herbert, said the school deeply regretted the decision to allow the student to come dressed as Hitler at a special assembly for book week, which occurred in front of a group of exchange students from a Jewish school in Melbourne. This kid is definitely one of us. Goobble gobble. Well, now the school administrators are all bending over and asking the Jews to please go easy on the booty. Speaking of the teacher who gave the student permission to look fly as shit, my nigga, Mr. Herbert said she is absolutely shattered that she said that, and I'm really concerned about her well-being. Man, they're going to great lengths to keep their jobs. Got this poor teacher pretending to be on suicide watch to elicit the sympathy of her Jewish overlords. No wonder everyone's a neat these days. Look at what you have to deal with as a wage cuck. And a concentration camp where 5,000 Jews were massacred is now hosting children's parties, a move slammed as disgusting by campaigners. Close to a hillside and topped with luscious flowers and grass, it is easy to see why this scene is popular for weddings. But the 7th Fort in Kaunas, Lithuania, an 18-acre complex that dates back to 1882, happens to harbor a dark and devastating history as the Nazi concentration camp where around 5,000 Jews died during World War II. 
It was bought by the Lithuanian non-profit organization Military Heritage Center in 2009 and is currently available for kids' camps, conferences, and for parties. This decision has been described as disgraceful and distasteful by the Holocaust commemoration group. But these are probably the same people who want to turn the Hitler house into a supermarket, so fuck them in the nose. I don't get it, man. Weddings and children's parties are pretty wholesome. Would they prefer something more progressive, like an Auschwitz standard fuck party? <laughs> Generally, the showas are split between ovens and showers, and the oven kikes will tend to stay over here. <laughs> it's really kind of Semitic. For TRS Radio, I'm Moraki, and this has been The Merchant Minute. Yes. I didn't get to do my two bumpers tonight. Should I just play a bumper now? Whatever. It's my show. Playing the bumper. Yelled at a nice girl from a media place. I can play a bumper. She was a nice lady. She still should be all right. She was a nice lady. She'll be right, mate. Oh, Bulbasaur's back. Lorit's. I'm so sorry. Is Lorit's still on the line? Like six of them. You're not having breakfast yet. Lorit's was gonna come on. Um, Larice was going to come on to talk about. We wanted to to clear up some of the issues that were raised about the conversation with Spencer and the press conference. We'll have to do that next week. That's going to be a whole other hour, hour and a half. 100, 120 minutes on that. But Um, fucking Bulbasaur's back. You know, we were debating whether we should push this off another week, Bulby, because this was such like an involved, giant thing that we barely even got to like hear your voice, but. Yeah, you got some good. You got some good shots. You got some good. Got some really good shit in there. It was good. I think it it was the perfect mix here. We we had great stew tonight of ingredients. It It was was fucking perfect. It was good, and it's good to have you. Have you have you been? It. I have been getting my life together. It's been. It's. He it's going, been, he going to college. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I actually am uh, finishing up a degree. Nice. Um, got a better job. Uh, Are you playing sports ball? No, God, no, fuck no. That's for that's for niggers. But um, <laughs> hold on, I don't, I don't know if you've heard this one yet. Nigger alarm. Nigger alarm. Nigger alarm. Yeah. So I mean, and at the same time, I for a while there, I, I wanted to try and believe that I could be a normie, and then <laughs> and then for a while there, I I thought that I could duck down into like I'll call it the Christian ghetto. That's a that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we can yeah. unpack that over time. I'm not interested in trying to start any of that shit back up. But needless to say, I I, I remembered why I was here to begin with, and I'm glad to be back. I saw. I remember. I remember. That, I remember this kind of like incremental. Because you know we we weren't totally broken off communication. I would see you in, in a couple of these other groups. And so I saw that I saw like the fast ratcheting back up within you, my son. <laughs> and one of the real triggering things was after you had accepted, you know, Trump as the as your candidate, I, the the screenshots or or, or co- stuff you would quote for some from some like evangelical FB <laughs> groups you were in, you know, denouncing Trump, the things that these people were saying were some of the most triggering shit I, that I had seen. It was something I am, else. I am going to tell you that. As much as I, as much as I sometimes, as much as I don't want to admit that it's true, a lot of that Christ cuck narrative is true, and I'll and I'm saying that as one, it's yeah. a lot of it's true, and and we're just gonna that's going to be an obstacle 
and yeah. we're going to have to deal with it, and we're going to have to roll them fuckers over. And yeah. and that's fine. I, I feel the fedora creeping across my forehead right now. <laughs> hey, and that's fine. I mean, I, I'm. I, I think this is the right side on a lot of those on all those issues. They're wrong, and we can unpack that over some time. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other. <laughs> that, that's to get I, into. We, yeah, I know. We, we've been here for fucking ever. So um, we're three fifteen so, now. It's all right. Well, suffer, I, mean, I, I just want to say it's fucking great to have Bolsar back. I mean, I feel like it's been a great reunion. Yeah. Like this whole show, I thought was really solid. I feel like we're you know back to being a family again. So it's great. Yeah, I, I, I will say feel. I will say it was off putting at first when she came on because yeah. she was she was really affecting that sexy girl voice. You notice? Oh, that was gross. As, I know. And, I noticed and, a lot of things. Yes. And yeah. then as we started pushing her, she started going into her normal. Yeah, speaking voice, but that was her way of trying to coyly get yeah. information out of us, and I yep. didn't appreciate yep. that at all. And she I thought have... we were stupid. She, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's probably what this part of triggered seven so much was. Well, the... I think I think it's also it's a I don't know that it's it's what she thought or not. It's a it's a it's a behavior yeah. that she has exhibited in the past that has gotten her what she wants. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because she's a feminist, but she's right. also she's also basically playing into yeah. the patriarchy. I mean, she she came in with sort of a meek, "Hey guys, I'm just you know, can I be part of your club, guys? You know, like <laughs> that, so like that kind so of thing." And, come on, and you was, can tell me. Yeah, she, yeah. Does, tell me she doesn't know fuck. we have our thought guard up. Yeah, the thought guard, thought genocide. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah. wearing extra thought layers guard. today. Yeah. Oh, but no, shit. it's. Uh, but uh, it was great. I'm really glad that I came on. I, I really enjoyed grilling her. Yeah, it, it was yeah. Def- this definitely was the right move. We were just, yeah. just before. I, I, I don't even give a shit about the, the, the listeners think. Like, this was just a great reunion. No, listeners are going to love this. going to love this. I mean, Larry's already said, I don't want to embarrass him. Well, I mean, I got cucked today, perhaps. I'm sorry about that. But frankly, the show is of such high quality, I didn't mind watching. So, are you gonna like get your line in here or, or what? Line is that? Uh, oh, I mean, you, you got a line. You want him to say, just... "Here's the thing again." Yes. Me? Yeah. Okay. So, so, so here's the thing. It was a great show. <laughs> just uh, you systematically Carpenter. dismantled her. She took a harder pounding than she's ever had in her entire life, metaphorically. Um, <laughs> no, no, literally. Literally. It's it is it is thing. quite sad that um, she doesn't seem very interested in investigating why these thoughts give her the emotional responses she has it's very sad yeah but i was just you know, i just couldn't, i just couldn't handle the pretend uh i'm gonna pretend i don't have an opinion on this yeah, that was, yeah after a while it was like are we really playing that game where you don't have that's why i lost my opinion. mind because i'm i'm actually embarrassed that the to the level that that rustled my jimmy's well, but i just can't handle being Someone being that like disingenuous and no, it was good though, dude. She, when you blew she up, was, it was a lot great. more disingenuous. I know that's why, that was why I went with it because I kn- I know people like when I do that, so I just let it let it rip. But like, but dude, and that's, that's, that's what I said too. It's like me and Mike and Ghoul and Bulbasaur too are used to trolling, especially me, Mike and Ghoul. Like we're used to fucking trolling lefties on this kind of shit, so we stay calm the whole time. Yeah, we can do you that. You also see these things, like you see the strategies, and you see like the oh wait, you just asked me a question that. You know, if I answered honestly, will in fact prove your point, but you're still wrong, but I can't give you the, you yeah. know, like, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, I mean, her refusal to sort of 
whenever she was like paused and they'd be like, well, I, I don't see it that way. She, she regressed so much, like throughout that conversation, like it got more and more just, I just kind of feel like candy and unicorns and stuff. Like it was, that was the level of what we were engaging, but she came in with, she came in holding power. And yeah. then as we kept pushing her, she kept going backwards I think to the, the point where she was a child, basically yeah. trying to manipulate daddy. Is that the, that was what we were dealing with. I think yeah. the nadir of that was when Mike was she was talking to Mike about immigration again towards the end. And she said that it's just not nice. Oh, <laughs> we should treat them nicely. It's like reality isn't nice. Like, yeah. black people kill people like yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, people kill people. Mestizos people really love raping children. Like, I yeah. mean, Oof. these are just ob- objective things. Muslims like blowing shit up and raping children. God, so, I mean, yeah, we didn't and, even talk about that. Children. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Muslims well, we didn't, get, we didn't get to like the Harambe mindset, but I mean, it's a big part mm. of TRS. I think it's unique to us. God, the, I feel like it, the, I feel the, like, the leaders. I feel like, like we could do a whole other show this week. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck we let so know, much stuff go because of this. But we're but dude, so used right. to confronting people about their views, and I mean, it this really is. It was essentially a live troll. We did a three-hour yeah. live troll the way we do in liberal Facebook groups, and really just liberal Facebook groups because those are the most fertile mm-hmm. territory, mm-hmm. most fruitful territory to go in and do these kinds of things. So we did. We did sort of a live version of that. Um, it was very much a verbal Facebook argument, and it was better <laughs> than last time we did this. It was there honestly were a lot better. There were. Yeah, it was better. You know, it was funny when I got cut off for a moment there. I, I felt like I was screaming my head off. Where I was like, "No, that's that's not the point. You're letting her distract you. You gotta get back on point." <laughs> I think really, it's very, very important to not let them take you down these little corridors of like, "Well, what is white? Can you define it? And what oh, yeah. are your genes?" You know, like, yeah, you can't let them do that shit. You gotta call them on that shit, and yeah, they won't the, try again once you call them on it. They won't yes. try that again. Well, it's embarrassing. Yeah. But it's it's really the the saddest thing about all this is you can already predict sort of the article that she's gonna write about this. There's gonna be no introspection there. There's gonna be like vague condemnations well, that th- she can't put a well, finger on. That. This we is gonna be on Vice T V, I think. I don't know what kind of audio she's gonna pull and use. Who knows? I don't yeah, think she visual. can pull any, which is I, why I think it was really good the way we dominated the she's conversation. She's probably gonna pull the thing about autism from you and that's it. Maybe something yeah. about gassing the kikes. I mean, she did say that she appreciated me answering that honestly. So, me maybe towards the end answering something honestly might have been a mistake because she's gonna she's gonna do a clip of of Sven losing his shit. Probably that, yeah. would, that would be that definitely that's, would make yeah. us look the worst if that's she, what she wants to yeah. do. Make us look bad. Just him losing his fucking shit. I thought because it was because bad, because you're what represents you know like the disempowerment of America and you're going to be the scared white man is kind of I, I imagine that's how they're going. That was to very that. fragile of me to to yell. Yeah, it was very fragile. <laughs> I think it was necessary yeah, for our dialectic. I mean, most of us raised our voice at least once, and she did several times as well. So, I mean, the only anyone that would listen through this to the end and see the progression where, you know, we were kind of noncommittal. You know, I don't want to talk about your stupid fucking Pepe's. And then by the very end, <laughs> she's just like, I don't know feelings and stuff. And yeah. that, that's where it ends. That's how it actually wound up. So who really won there? 
I think that it was a fucking slam dunk. And, you know, I'm just I'm going to be entertained in how they will spin that if they want to spin it in a way that's positive or just fucking memory hole this. They'll spin it in a way that's positive. I think honestly, I think it's going to get I think it's going to get memory hole. Yeah, it's a great line. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that anything from this is going to come out on that. Uh, and you, you, you can tell she's not used to having to confront people that actually have intellectual objections to her unass- her assumed premises. Well, she's used to she's used to going in asking her questions, getting the answers that she can get so she can do the vice thing. Oh wow, I work in blue collar job. Yeah, I mean, I don't even actually know what she's used to. She's not very prolific. She doesn't have very much material out there. None of it's no. very impressive. I don't think – I think what she wanted was stuff about Pepe the Frog because he, here's who she is, is that she's the, the person – and I, I alluded to this before. She sees herself as like the geeky, quirky, internet-savvy right. girl that goes in and hangs out with the guys and goes into like the Steam chat room and plays World of Warcraft and is like into – She read Iron you know, She's Pill. the one that kind of gets this and that and yeah. But she read she, – you notice she kept wanting to go back to – at the very beginning, she kept wanting to go back to memes yeah. and, and specific memes because she wants to, to talk about sort of like the lowest part of, as we were saying, like the lowest part of the culture or the most easy to like put into little sound bites. Like, and she also wanted to talk about like the history of the memes, yeah. you know, because that's sort of like some kind of factual stuff that she can get her hands on and maybe it hasn't been explored before. She's like, oh, you know, Pepe comes out of, you know, this comic from 10 years ago or whatever. And she wanted to talk about all that shit. But that doesn't help us in any way to talk about that. What do you think, Charlie? Who gives a fuck? Uh, I think uh, eventually you're just going to red pill her boyfriend and then she'll be on board. (laughs) That's what I think. (laughs) I think you guys are giving her her way too much uh, intellectual credit here. I think she's just like who's, a not, who's giving her any intellectual credit? Huh. Well, I don't feel like we did that. But. Well, I, I guess you had to you had to engage with her, but it was. You mean in terms of? Oh, she, well, she, she was she was she was she was pretty severely outgunned. Yeah, well, we trolled she, and pretended to care. Yeah, she had she had nothing she had nothing going on. I I I must say still though I was serious. I was impressed that she took. The, the the facial abuse she, for she like three hours. She had she more definitely. than that Brandon guy did, or Brandon, whatever the fuck his name was. Oh yeah, he just he just I listened to that this morning just to kind of warm me up for what <laughs> we're getting shut into. Down at some point, yeah. he just he just stopped wanting to engage. Like yeah, uh, he uh, that guy is like um you know so we we had we had him on until we went to do a break. So I hit the the break music and like he had just hung up like he didn't he even split around for like hey thanks like I wanted to thank him for doing and he was just gone and then he was writing his little skin crawl article I guess after he that. was rustled yeah it was it he was, was bizarre. profoundly rustled yeah. rustled at like thirty minutes in yeah he was uh he had seen better days than that but mm-hmm. that was funny my whole angle was to try to get her to acknowledge the humanity of like the people oh that yeah. Angle- do and it just it was like fucking hand and i think she knew that yeah and it was yeah it I mean, was I mean, imagine the position you're in where, where you have to make sure that you don't in a discussion just rhetorically even give in to the fact that that, that a certain beings. group of people are yeah. human beings imagine yeah, that. Like, I know. We, like, like we grant that about everybody i mean we're you yeah, know she's we're, gonna sit there and that's the thing that pissed me off is she wants to talk about a marginalized group and it's like at the same time, while you're saying this, you're marginalizing the largest group in America. The group and that she's a member doing, of, I think. I mean, she's a she's a white girl, ain't she? Yeah, she's white. I mean, yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like 
that I, that that's that's the the most rustling thing is like the only truly marginalized group in this country are racially conscious white people. Right. And and I mean to the point to where the, where you get those comments about hey there's a lot of autistic people in your group. <laughs> They're all degenerate. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they they can't fit in. <laughs> and there was no humanity to what she was saying. Yeah. She was wanting to psychoanalyze them instead of show empathy. You know, she's big on yep. empathy, but you know, because they're not brown people and you can't play the sad bullshit music that she fucking globs onto, <laughs> she's not going to fucking deal with it. Yep. Bullies no, it's back. true. This is why you're back. Yeah, that's that's why he's here. <laughs> but it's true, which is why I then tried to humanize the artiste for her. Yeah. I don't know if it worked. I don't know. But uh, He transcends uh, humanity. I don't know if her I mean, boyfriend... That's the thing about the artiste. I don't know if her boyfriend will be red-pilled, because I think her boyfriend... Uh, Technically, I'm a Jew. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Shekels can be even dearer, friends. Especially when there are many... <laughs> I would not be surprised if she's dating a Jew. Would not Technically, be. I'm a Jew. <laughs> I'm Jewish. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much the way you get. But support, but she's from the yeah, south. Sure. I'm like Jewish. Man. I'm Jewish. We are she's Jew haters. I mean, how how in the fuck are you going to live in New York City, writing like two articles a year, and spending four hours not really doing any serious journalism? Yeah. Well, I want to yeah. know how you're you're. She's you're from the South, and you don't like your identity's not based about signaling about how you're above Southern racism and. Well, she just did her little stories about the, her identity. Uh, yeah. Her identity most definitely is about right. That. Did, we That's the only option for her. Yeah. yeah, I mean the, the teacher she described. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean still. It's. It, I mean, I come from like the backwoods. And so I, I had like both extremes. I, I, I grew up around, quote, the help. And I, at the same time, went to school with, you know, the fucking the, the teacher that wanted us to sit around and sing the drinking gourd song and like feel really bad about black people. Like, right. so, I mean, that's that was the reality. I know too many people from the Deep South that have said their schools were just as shit libby as anything else that I don't believe her, right. particularly given her age. Like, I right. just don't buy it. No, you are supposed to hate your culture, especially if you are working class, white, and Southern, you mm -hmm. are not allowed to be Southern. You are not allowed to have the accent. You're not allowed to have any pride in anything that happened in the South. Yep. Right on. Your culture is supposed to be fucking yuppie ass, Jew presenting fucking bullshit in the fucking New York cock sucking all that. <laughs> mm -hmm. There it is. The New South. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. I remember someone mm -hmm. called that. What was it? Charlotte. The New South. Mm-hmm. Here. I guess I should find an oven. Mm. Why, why, why don't we blame the carpetbaggers yet? I just feel like that's... Because the carpetbaggers have sexy voices, and they seem like they really care about what we're talking about. Tell us about Pepe. <laughs> Fuck. I have a feeling our southern friends are going to enjoy that little, little jab there. Well, I guess we should wrap it up. We didn't get to do so much. We we had a great pool party over the weekend. No, that's one, fine. Though. It's been a great brought. Do we want to do maybe another show in the week, perhaps? No, since no, I don't have time for that. We don't have time. For yeah, that. I don't know if we have time, but I do want to mention real quick. Um, I was going to thank some donators that we met, but yeah, yeah go ahead. Thank those, thank those guys, and yeah, we had a great meeting. I, I, you know, I'm allowed certain things I can talk about. Um, whether L believes it or not, we had a fantastic meeting on Saturday. About 50 people were there from the Northeast. 
uh, the biggest meeting we've had. Yeah, and, uh, it's great. You know, Sven gave a little speech. I gave a speech. They're on SoundCloud. Larry, you can go check them out. I put the three speeches Larry up. Speech. We had two speakers that we can't mention, and then Greg gave a very interesting speech on Heidegger and social being, which I was personally riveted by. Yeah, um, and good. that's my worldview. Um, so. Yeah, whatever your thoughts about Greg Johnson, he's very good with the philosophy stuff. Um, so, yeah. He's good at a really lot cool. of things. He's good. Uh, yeah. Greg. <laughs> Greg Johnson. So, solid meeting. Uh, very good meeting. 50 people. All people overwhelmingly young. Overwhelmingly young yeah. people. Not too many of these older neats. Uh, nobody that was kind of OB. And, and contrary to L's narrative, these people were all people that fit in with their communities yeah. and were concerned about their communities. Uh, well-dressed, put together, in shape, young white men was like, that was what the meeting was. And like, what one, is that and like? like, and like one grill. Yes, one what is, grill. What, what is that like to, to be around Two. non-obese people that care about the community, they're in shape? It's, it's very refreshing. just want to know. It's a Scandinavian experience, fam. Yeah, and it's always like, surreal. Every time I attend one of these, it's just surreal. It's like that wow. was like the I was really like, whoa, we got this many goys, and yeah. like, wow, people are all <laughs> these people are all like these are solid people. Like they're yeah. not these are not like neats and outtists and you know obese yeah, basement. It was great. Ah, shit. It was great, and we got some we got some IRL donations there. At least if we don't have time to go through all of it, I'm just gonna give the IRL ones. Oberstein gave us forty. Tyrone gave us ten. <laughs> uh, fuck, I can't read it. Gailey's ghost gave us sixty. Yeah, Gailey yeah. gave us sixty. God, I got one I really can't read. Sound it out. Shit, I know. I, might I remember. I scribbled this in pencil. It's twenty dollars. It's from. It's two words. One starts. It's an N and a C. Northern Confed. Northern Confederate. Oh my God. Yeah. Not read my own <laughs> yeah. writing. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> chromosome Dodger got it. Uh, you know, I delivered a T-shirt, and uh, on top of that, a few more funds from Chromosome Dodger. So thank you, everyone. And uh, another donation from uh, from Eighty Eight Showers. Thank you very much. <laughs> and speaking of 88 showers, he had the uh, he brought the holy oven mitt with him. Yeah. Which now contains Mike's signature, Donald Trump's signature, and my signature. Wow. It belongs in a museum. I should have grabbed yeah, that. Yeah, it's uh, basically a yeah, it's an alt-right relic at this That's point. the alt-right trinity. It's too powerful yeah. to really be brought out in public. Well, yeah, you put it on. And what happened? Well, we know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I put it on at exactly 8.30 p.m. on Saturday night, and you know what happened. Yeah, because we had said it was weird. Like, during a, a, a couple times during the, the meeting, we had talked about, all right, what's the black swan going to, you know, what's the next thing that's going to uh, Grace happen? Grace <laughs> What is it? Yeah. A Grace swan event. It's not a quite a black swan. I'm sorry. But anyway, but we were just saying, like, we just brought up the talk. We were talking about we, one of the talks was about Donald Trump and the politics going on right now, and uh, you know the fact that he's really improving in the polls, and and in fact likely to overtake in the electoral college in the next couple of days. And you know what would really put him over the top, and everybody agreed that another terrorist attack would definitely put him over the top. And then lo and behold, at eight thirty p.m., I donned the holy oven mitt. I felt a disturbance in the ether. <laughs> And then in 20 minutes, I got a text from somebody asking, are you all right? There was a bomb. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Jeez. 
I was already on the train. I didn't miss my train that time. When I started, I I'd been yeah, on the train. Good thing you were already on the train because yeah, I was they on They started there. shutting things down. Yeah, twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Twenty minutes after I got on the train, I, I pull up Facebook and I see these posts about shit blowing up. I'm like, oh my god. So you escaped from New York? Is yeah. Right? Well, we were we were we were a good thirty blocks away from where it happened, so. We yeah, I know okay. the Philly the Philly goys were stuck for another two hours. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like sometimes the meme magic is getting a little too real. I'm, yeah, this know, was like, uh, yeah, this was something. But anyway, I mean, we don't, I guess we don't have time really. We're at fucking over three and a half hours now. That's fine. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be all right. They'll like it, but yeah, but they'll um, like it. So everybody, it. everybody who sent digital donations, um, we'll go into that next week. Maybe we'll maybe we'll if it's still on our minds, we'll talk more about this and we'll. We'll have to talk about this kebab from New Jersey who did these bombings. And uh, I don't yeah, know what, really what else we to talk about all that this was a huge, I mean, we almost big... have to do another show, but I don't know. That's why I, I feel like maybe... Oh, I think we could probably do one like midweek or something, yeah, maybe. I ain't got time. I ain't, got, ain't no money got time for that. I work. Make it... Dude, just like piss off your balls and get suspended. That's what the rest of us have done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, me. You're I suspended. am my own boss and I'm always pissed off at my... <laughs> <laughs> All right. just, uh, just fat shame your entire uh, EMS station and then tell your owner of the company to suspend you for two weeks at least. <laughs> just do that. <laughs> right just, I mean, literally say... Look at me like, at least two weeks. That's what I recommend. Least All right, well, let's, let's cut <laughs> this off damn. now. Uh, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Alex. Ghoul's already gone, so thanks to Ghoul. Charlie, thanks for your help, as always. Email me the notes. Loritz, sorry we uh, we kind of cocked you there, but well, we can do it next week again. And um, Bulbasaur, I almost said your real name. Bulbasaur, <laughs> thank you. It was nice to have you back on. It's it was good fun. to be back. So... We'll do it all again soon. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us. This was a crazy one, but I think it was a good one, and uh, we'll be back soon. Always give your best. Never get discouraged. Never be petty. Always remember, others may hate you. Those who hate you don't win, unless you hate them. Then you destroy yourself. general, Quiero cerrar filas otra vez. En ese ejército que invicto comandó. Que mil glorias a la patria le entregó. Adiós, mi general, adiós. La página que hoy día se cerró. Se abre ya la historia como ráfagas de sol. Justo en el umbral donde se encuentran los valientes. Los que se atreven, los que jamás se han de olvidar.
general adiós el grito que en chorrillo se escuchó del pecho del soldado se escapó adiós mi general adiós solo soy un ciudadano más que del de su grandeza y sencillez hoy vino a despedirlo don Manuel Que hoy día se cerró Se abre ya la historia Como ráfagas de sol Justo en el umbral Donde se encuentran Los valientes Los que se han 